Good morning, everybody. Welcome morning. back to Good Morning Thetis, and today we are joined by the absolutely lovely pair <laughs> of Aaron and Hala, who will be running it today. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, the other lovely pair of Asia <laughs> and Bioware of Babbling, a.k.a. my boy Scott. And What's up, nerds? <laughs> 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 Fucking nerds. Uh, and <laughs> we are going to be talking about the uh, the Evaneris today. Uh, Aaron and Hala, yet again, are deciding to uh, take the reins for the day. I will be laying back, chilling out with some Mai Tais and shit. And uh, <laughs> at 11 in the morning. Uh <laughs> and uh yeah they're gonna they're gonna be running the show make it nice and easy for me this week so uh, ladies go on and uh take the take the reins oh boy <laughs> <laughs> thank you ethan no problem erin would you like to start with the first question maybe uh okay let's do this so we're gonna start who who is your favorite evanuris and why so who would like to start? Uh, I'll go. Very easy. This is very easy for me. Uh, obviously it's Solus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. I, I, we haven't really got any time with the rest of them yet. So, I mean, well, kind of. We got some with a... Kind of have. We kind of yeah, have. A little bit. But Even if you didn't know. <laughs> it's fucking Solus. Come on. <laughs> Solus, Solus is awesome. Solus the Exilord himself. He is, yeah. <laughs> He is very quickly shot up to, like, one of my favorite characters in the entire series, let alone just Inquisition. Like, <laughs> his <laughs> fucking... Nice. He's amazing. He's great. And uh, I I don't know about you guys, but I cannot wait to see where his story goes. Yes, please. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. That'd be interesting. I'm... So love it and curiosity here. <laughs> <laughs> As a person who is not a, a Soul Leveling man and is more of just a Solus is my my buddy, uh, <laughs> yeah, but for me it's, it's, it's more of a more of a bromance than a romance. But uh, God yeah, for, love. <laughs> for me, it's double in that. So but yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited and uh, I am just like beyond beyond happy that like we are getting a continuation of that story mm. and. As I said, can't wait to see where it goes. So, whoever's up next, good. Go ahead. Maybe Asia. <laughs> this is a a bit difficult because <clears throat> I have like my for real answer, and then I have like what I'm considering a headcanon answer, but we haven't had anything confirmed yet. So okay. my for real answer is Mathal. Um, I've liked her since the beginning. Like I thought it was really interesting character to introduce just in Origins, even though you didn't technically know it was Mathal then. And, like, as she's shown up in each game, like, she's become more and more interesting. Now, headcanon answer is Gilanon, because Gilanon <laughs> is gonna be showing up and ruining mm -hmm. everything really, really mm -hmm. soon. Mm -hmm. And I just, like, cannot stress how excited I am for her to show up. Oh, you'll have the opportunity later, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All of my notes are like, or it could be Gillanon, guys. 
That's gonna be long for that. <laughs> oh my god, pretty much any time Bioware comes out with something, I'm like, FUCKING GILANON! <laughs> yes! Is Gilanon the one that's gonna be the giant, like, sea monster? That, He's gonna be the one that's creating that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she could have become that, but probably. Yeah, she's the one that I am the most excited for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most definitely. Scott, would you like to go ahead? Sure. Um, I kind of have two, uh, two that I'm tied for. One is going to be uh, Dirthamon, uh, and also yeah. Gilanon. Um, nice. Gilanon, mainly because of Tevinter Knights, and... <laughs> oh, God, the Elder Tor. Yes. Ah, oh, dude. Yeah, and, um, that part of the book was just fabulous, and I really am excited... I'm excited to see because I think one of the things that I think Solus was originally the one that brought up the whole idea of like, hey, the you know, Evan Nuris aren't who you think they are. While he may have been the first one to bring that up, to Vinter Knights in mainly through Gillanon, we see that oh yeah, no, they're not what they were you know, they're not what we think they are. And we actually get to see that. Um, and just seeing just how fucked up Gillanon probably really was. Oh, yeah. Is gonna and be... gives a, it gives be... a lot of teasing for the other ones, yeah. too. Because you're uh, like, was she the worst or not? So that's um, interesting, too. I don't think, though, that she's going to be the biggest... I don't think she's going to be the biggest thing in Dragon Age 4. Like, if we do see her, I think she's more going to be almost like, she's in charge of, like, the monster spawning. Like, yeah. she, she's in charge of, like, yeah, no, we're making this, we're making our horde or, yeah, with uh, Melanon's creations. But I don't think she's going to be, she would be, like, a like the first boss you fight or, like, the second boss you fight. Mm -hmm. Um, Dirthamon, on the other hand, ooh, like, going through Dirthamon's temple in Inquisition and just the, the atmosphere of that character and the fact that he's probably one of the odds-wise, other than I mean, like, because we know Mythal's kicking about, mm -hmm. Dirthamon probably also has the best chance that he's been escaped his containment somehow or has probably had the most amount of influence. Um, but I also love the... I, I'm a sucker for the character who's always in the background, always there, mm -hmm. silently oh, yeah. manipulating everything. Oh, love it. <laughs> love it. <laughs> um, and so, like, with him, and, and I think he's probably... He's also going to be an interesting character because I think he's going to be potentially one of the characters that we can either get on our side in the next Dragon Age game, hmm. or just interact with the most without us realizing it. We might have already an Inquisition without knowing. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why, like, specifically Dirthamon's temple is the one temple that you can yeah. go to other than Mithal's. And Mithal's is a plot point, Dirthamon's is a side quest, but mm -hmm. still. Exactly. Scott, be real. Yeah. You you talking about that immediately made me like 
God damn, I'm so fucking excited. Like, <laughs> yeah, the thing with is that side missions and little details are always what you need to look at. So you're like, you didn't show your thumb in for nothing. There's something there we need to see. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, when you sure. look at Inquisition as a whole, uh, as in the whole game, no, we're excluding the DLCs here, but you, at least on my end, I think there's more excitement in the side quests related to your companions or the Avengers, or even the dwarves at one point. Exactly. Mm -hmm. At least for me, more so than the main story at one point even, because while I do like the Corypheus plotline, I think there was a lot that could be read between the lines that you could only figure out if you did side quests as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, agree. Okay. 100%. Te technically, it's also what Trespasser is about. Like showing mm -hmm. you that you had the main plot, but did you see that it was more than this? Because mm -hmm. it's not just Corypheus, we know what causes everything. So mm -hmm. you're like, oh, I was played great. <laughs> well, and there's still a lot of unanswered questions that are brought up in some of the side quests. Like, we still yeah. don't know why there are dwarven ruins on uh, topside. Yep. Like, ancient Dwarven Ruins topside. And yeah. they put in that out in, in one of the trailers, to, well, in the behind the scene, but that we could see, like, the same kind of uh, Dwarven Ruin above the ground. You're mm -hmm. like, oh! So that was yeah. maybe something you we had to notice? Yeah. And, yeah. The second question, there's... Uh, I'm gonna almost elaborate a little bit more on specifically the Ebonars, but yeah, there's mm. a lot... Yet to be discovered. Yeah. Most definitely. So who's Nair? Um, so I do adore my little duet of uh Dirthaman and Falundin, not gonna lie. I do think that there are a lot of things that we discover discovered with the Thaman's temple, but I think we left with more questions com coming out than going in. <laughs> Isn't that always the case? Okay, that's the case for all of them, for sure. You just described Bioware games. <laughs> that's true, that's true. Like, every time I think, yeah, I'm gonna get another piece of lore, but I've gained another ten questions in turn. Well, okay. <laughs> so, I do enjoy their relationship as supposedly siblings by Elven lore, but not necessarily the case. The twin soul uh, thing? Sorry, what was that? The twin soul thing, like with the no family connection, but the two of them mm. being one part, like it's like a coin. One is the the other part of the other. Exactly. There's uh, so they definitely have a relation to each other. What that relation could be could be of siblings, could be the same person with different sides of the same person. That one I find slightly harder to believe, given supposedly their purpose within the Avenues. They are connected but not so connected that they could be the opposite of the same coin I feel mm. um, one leads to dead and the other is the guardian of all secrets so already these are two themes that I'm extremely interested in, like uh, mm -hmm. mortality within the world of Thetis but also what secrets could Dirthamen be guarding he's the guardian of secrets you really you couldn't get more vague than that mm -hmm. could he be guarding the reason why the Avenurus uh, rose? Uh, could he be guarding the secrets of why they specifically, those ones, were chosen? Anything really. Mm -hmm. So, really, that's uh, my small but uh, 
take on my favorite of Anurus. <laughs> nice. All right, Aaron, you're on the floor. Okay, so I'm gonna. Obviously, my favorite favorite would be Fenrir because I love his duality. But if no, I'm sure. The previous podcast speaks for itself when it comes to my opinion on Solus. So, but <laughs> if we keep to the um, to like the true Evangelist, if I might say it like this, it would be. I think it would be the Salmon because more than Falondine, because the Salmon was the one able to um, to walk the the gray path of the Fade. Mm-hmm. When Falandin mm-hmm. could go beyond the veil, and I really like how he tamed like the the ravens, mm-hmm. and also that the notion the notion of secret he might be keeping, and all the wisdom he gave to the elves, supposedly according to the elven lore. Uh, I'm like, what did you give as a knowledge, knowing that you had slaves more than you teach them? So I'm kind mm-hmm. of curious of how it was. Using a slave, if I might say it like this too. Yeah. Could be another interpretation of generals. They were all generals in the war. He yeah. could have been a strategist mm-hmm. specifically. I think he sounds more like this, and Falundin being the the more straightforward one. Or he could have been like uh, Liliana, like a spy master type of thing. Yeah. Or. Yeah, very good. Toss the, like the, toss the ravens. Toss the two ravens. Mm. Which would make sense with that. Mm-hmm. Oh man, Ravens and Liliana. <laughs> so, I'm telling you, they use symbolism a lot in these games purposefully, especially in Inquisition. So. I, don't, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know why this is going to be a bit of a sidetrack, but would, I imagined, like, um, oh, you know, like, burying the dead. I'm just imagining him hanging, singing, I have a friend on the other side, and all he's talking about is Fallon Din. Yeah, that's so... a bit of a sidetrack. That still counts. It's fine. <laughs> okay, but shout out for my girl and Jewel because no one said her, and I, I'm only <laughs> sad for her. No, I have my reason. <laughs> like, can't we all respect the the elf that brought the blight to the world? <laughs> no, oh fuck my... that bitch. <laughs> you, you mean the one who tied Fenora to a tree and used it as um? How can Sex I say life? that? Yes, like, <laughs> okay. Aaron does not like her. Can't we all respect <laughs> she's she's moment? She, she scares me, that's why I don't like her. She scares the hell out of me. Can we all just also talk about the fact that now Solus may or may not have a bondage kink, depending? <laughs> oh, he I definitely mean, does. Well, hey, Patrick <laughs> oh, no. already confirmed he's a nice type of guy, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was something I more mean... than- as much as a hard time that he gives an inquisitor who's romancing bull, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm He's like someone say. that's like, I hope it's not tying you down. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I hope he is. <coughs> sorry. Man, I'm sorry, no one's even brought up June, so you know, whatever. Everyone always oh, forgets her, and which is sad. <laughs> June, is, June is just sitting there in the back crocheting, just like... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I always think June is a woman and because of... Stylies? Poor girl, <laughs> she's even worse than June. Yeah, than that. Wait, isn't June a guy? No. June is a guy. Yeah, I was June saying guy, like yeah. sorry, it's because of uh, Roman stuff. I always think it's a female, and then I look it up. Yeah. I'm just uh, imagining right. like when the fade drops in Dragon Age Four, June actually isn't gonna go out there and fight. June has just been like, Nah, man, in the fade, I've gotten so much shit done. 
Well, are you kidding me? I'm not. I'm not. Y'all can go fuck off. I'm just gonna keep on crocheting. I, June's I also I just swole as fuck. <laughs> I've been getting shit done in the face. <laughs> I have Huge. my idea about him, so I think he did more than we think. He did. I mean, mm -hmm. Probably, but you know. I mean, he he's a crafter, so maybe the orb has something to do with him too. Ah, I like that. That's yeah. a good one. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was like the weapon master and just like yeah. develop these like insane crazy weapons. Technically, it is. Uh, he is because uh, the dailies use him for the bells and everything. Mm -hmm. And there's also okay. This this is might not be into the real like lore since it's from the comics. So I'm not even sure it's like uh, deep into it. But uh, the sarcophagus you can see in the blue wraith. Mm -hmm. AKA the thing that gave Fenris his uh, beautiful tattoos, Lyrian mm -hmm. tattoos. Yeah, I know uh, you're talking about. Yeah. Don't, it doesn't work on humans and possibly not on Kunari. <laughs> I, didn't I don't even think it would fit. <laughs> I don't think it would fit. Probably not. Maybe, I mean... baby, maybe a baby Kunari then. I'm just imagining someone like Iron Bolt trying to fit in one no. and just like, even if they got one to the like silhouette size, I'm just imagining just gong. And Go, anyway, I, I I'm think looking it up right now. <laughs> and we do the same thing like you did for a human that would just make a human bomb not living long. And mm -hmm. so with um, with what we know about Fenris, I'm like, what if it was a tool that Juni created to create weapons out of his slaves? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that mm -hmm. actually makes so sense to me. I really yeah. like that, like him being like, oh, I have slaves. They are mine. Hey, come, be weapons for the war. Mm-hmm. And oh, I'm just... What? Like, instead of normal lyrium, red lyrium was a thing. Like, mm -hmm. we yeah. could... Yeah, I no, that's really think that's... Well, that's kind of the point in Blue Wraith, is that mm -hmm. you yeah. kind of reveal that they want to do the same thing that happened with Fenris, but they want to use red lyrium. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that they were doing that before. <laughs> like, I think that Evan Neris were doing that. I kind Possibly, of think yeah. that's something happened, aka the veil, uh, that stopped them from trying, but maybe they found a way to do it anyway. Cause... There are, uh, pieces Hello, for of... our <laughs> There are pieces of art spread throughout yeah. Natus in Dragon Age Inquisition, where you have elven warriors on Hala that are painted, like, the red. elven warriors themselves are painted in red. Like, yeah. Red lyrium was used at some point, either for armor or something, but mm -hmm. it has been used. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, maybe that's what Mythol tried to stop, if I might say it this way, because I'm not even sure with Mythol anymore. <laughs> and that's maybe why she was killed, because she didn't want to follow those kind of red lyrium experiments to make weapons. And the other mm -hmm. were like, oh, well, we do without you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Bit of a loaded question now. Mm -hmm. What do you think happened to the Avenurus? As in, perhaps to be more specific, how do you think that they rose to fame and how they fell? Other than what we know of Souls World, why Those are two extremely be... different questions. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think happened to them? They got locked away in the Fade, and you're like, okay, yeah. well, how do they rise to power? Uh... <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, first like how they rose, how. and then how they fell. That's still... Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, how they rose, then? This is when I'm gonna slightly shit on Solus, so sorry, everybody. Oh, you can, you can. <laughs> um, but... We're in it, uh, I guess I'm taking charge... 
answering the question first. Shit. <laughs> um, and this is probably just my forensics background pissing me off. Because you realize, like, look, okay, so this drops a lot. I'm not going to deny that. Until you look into it and you realize, Jesus Christ, he told us fucking nothing! <laughs> because, like, he leaves out so much context. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it just drives me nuts when I look at that, especially now that I've gotten into the series, and I look at the trespasser scene, and I try to analyze, and it's just like, you give us nothing to list. <laughs> he holds his cards very close to his chest yes. and will only reveal things when he needs to, and only, like, at the barest okay. minimum that he has. Well, so he doesn't have an interest on telling everything to the Inquisitor, because it, it's, for oh, no, him, it's no, not no. someone he would... Like, yeah. including plan, so anyway. Well, no, no, it totally makes sense. Like, I, I, I understand from a character point of view why he would do that. Damn it, so let's be a little bit more emotionally vulnerable and tell me more things. <laughs> um, because, like, the big thing is that we leave out, like, we bring up, there was a war. Okay, with who? With the war, yeah? With, but... wh with who? What? The, what was going on? Who were the major players? Yeah. Um, and then... Obviously, as time went on, they just became more and more powerful to the point of essentially being revered God. as gods. At least according to him. The one thing that gets me is, I almost think of, like... I imagine something like... Imagine someone bringing up World War One without any of the context. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Who's Archduke Franz Ferdinand? <laughs> well, yeah, or, if, like, like, I'm a bit of a history buff, and I've studied oh, a lot too. about World War One. so it's just, like, you realize the complexity of that situation, and how mm -hmm. messy it was, oh, yeah. and all the players involved, and now just imagine casually referencing it, and there just, like... There was a war. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it literally could have, like, granted, it could have been on the scale of World War One, or it could have been less than that. And then... There's almost, you could almost say the Solus Rebellion or the Civil War with the Evanaris. So, which, those are two separate events, completely. And it's just like, okay, we're missing a lot here. Can you, you know, and there's, and one of the things is, when you, granted this is much more of an issue when you study more ancient civilization. There's just so much missing context. Uh, just, like, this was written probably before any written record, you know? As far as I am aware of, you know, and I may be wrong on this, so Lord Nerds, please correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> but really, this is probably, you know, when yeah. we, like... Into Winter Nights with, um, oh, what is that story we were just referencing earlier? Jenna TV dies in the end. No. Horrors of Hormac? Horrors of Hormac, yeah. Yep. Yeah, the murals, the murals in Horrors of Hormac were the first time where we've so actually, like... from, like, the archaeological context, we would describe that as, like, the first source yeah. of, from that time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. actually date, would be dated to the time when the Evanars were still kicking. Yeah, it's the only proof we have that's not that. soulless words, uh, yeah. like that we, uh, oh, okay. at least that uh, was identified in the book 
clearly by uh, the fact that it's uh, art and story for the ancient heaven history. Yeah. Mm -hmm. After we have hints, but Sola said things, but since he's the only one talking about it, you like, yeah, but I'm taking side with you because you didn't agree with them. So what if you take it, you took it wrong? So you have just one side of the story while with the murals, I, there's not, <laughs> there's not a huge room for interpretation here. <laughs> and even the character in the story was first, oh, that's beautiful. Wait, but they're all frightened. Wait a minute, this is weird. <laughs> mm hmm Oh, yeah, exactly. And it, 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 and at least, in kind of like what I said earlier, it shows this is really the first evidence of what Sol is saying. Was like, yeah, no, the Evanaris were not who you think, who you thought they were. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess it's my turn. I don't know. Scott, are you? I mean, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. So here's here's what I think from looking at the murals in game, what Solus has told us, and kind of from the books, and this like leans heavily on the descent and trespasser. Mm -hmm. So the Evanuris were, I would say we've got nine different people who are of high power. Maybe not Fenharel, but at least the other eight for sure, that are warring over titans. Because if you kill a titan, the heart of the titan is a foci, which is a source of power. You also mm -hmm. get the lyrium from their blood, maybe some red lyrium if someone accidentally finds a lighted titan. Mm -hmm. um, and so they're all battling over killing as many titans as they can. Which is why they have so many foci. Mm -hmm. That's our great war. So they're not only battling to get as many titans as they can, but they're also like battling each other, trying to one-up each other in like a power struggle. Mm -hmm. Eventually, the titans go underground. Also, the dwarves go underground. And there's nothing really to fight over after that, other than like just power struggle. And that's when they're slowly but surely becoming gods, because they're just so powerful at this point, like no one else can touch them. And mm -hmm. aka the starting of the upcoming war with the Forgotten Ones, which we know didn't occur yet. Right. Yeah. right. Oh, and, and by then... the way, there's lizard men somewhere in here. Dude, I'm so I want the lizard men so bad, <laughs> Scott. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, there's lizard men somewhere. We don't know. Dude, there's I lizard. want them so bad. <laughs> I'm Wait, so excited. Why since... is the lizard men always brought up? Dude, ever since I read about them, I'm like, where the fuck are the lizard men? Come on, bring them in. <laughs> no, we don't even read about them. We just have a picture of a lizard man. Exactly. Uh, that counted as reading uh, again. Uh, uh, just a quick question for you, Asia. Uh -huh. uh, so you said that... Uh, the war started slowing down when they went underground. Yeah, I think the Titans eventually were like, you know what? F this. We're not going to be hunted anymore. And they're hiding beneath the ground, quote unquote, because of. We don't know exactly what they just looked like before the veil. Mm -hmm. so... they're, they're underground with the lizard men. <laughs> <laughs> and no, the shower tall. That is my question. You mean that. Because it all indicates that the Evanurus brought the fight to the dwarves in their turf. Oh, yeah. That's you why the Shabertal are, like, armed to the teeth. Exactly. So you mean that 
as far as the deep roads, the Evanors probably went, but not the Uncharted Abyss, I think is what it's called. Yeah, the yeah. Uncharted oh, okay. Abyss. Maybe uh, they couldn't I... enter. Maybe they couldn't at the time. Yeah. Like, I honestly were... think the, the Titans, like, created the deep roads uh, along with the dwarves. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think it yeah. was some kind of protection. And right. maybe they couldn't access, like, this part of the Titans, of the, the lair of the Titans. Well, to connect the Titans that still existed mm -hmm. together. Yeah, mm -hmm. while the veil wasn't there. Right. Once the veil was there, the protection wasn't there anymore because they didn't need it. And right. maybe yeah. because they couldn't, like, keep it up. Right. Also Which also answers the question of why there's dwarven ruins above ground. Because yeah. at some point time, the dwarves were above ground. Um, yeah. I think one thing as well that might be interesting with the Evanuris and kind of... Because with the Evanuris and the Fade and stuff like that, the, you almost see these themes of, like, warping reality with, like, dreams and stuff like that and being able to bet reality. Mm -hmm. And I think what's interesting about the Titans and a lot of the dwarves is... It's almost like you're talking about, like, the dream realm versus reality. And mm -hmm. where, like, the Titans were able to create mountains that were real. They were able to create yeah. beings that were real versus in the Fade, you had a lot more control. Mm -hmm. And you could do stuff like that, but it never was actually real. And I think that's almost where, like, almost a conflict of ideology occurred. Mm -hmm. Because... The fate wasn't really there to connect them. They could probably flow in between each other and probably had conflicts. And almost maybe the Evanors were jealous of that. My well, only problem with that is that the fate wasn't really the fate we know. Before. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up. Like the the fate didn't exist the way that we know it. Oh well, yeah, and, and that's what it, I was trying to say. Is that, yeah, and that's what I was trying to say a little bit. Was like the fate at that point operated a little different well operated di we know it operated differently but how much we don't know there's definitely uh, very little difference between reality and the fate per se yeah i, I okay. think that wasn't even like a fate word and a real word it was something like mixing together and solar separated it yeah Mm -hmm. So, like, what you see in the library in Trespasser yeah. is very similar to what Thetis would be like. Although there's yeah. pieces missing because the, the veil exists now. <laughs> exactly. In less broken. We're right. saying less broken. <laughs> less broken. <laughs> but that's ideally what it would look like. Yeah. Um, but that's also, like, uh, that would also explain why... Um, dwarves are cut off from the Fade, like, the Titans wanted nothing to do yep. with whatever they were, the Evanuris were messing with, so they were like, yep, you guys, you're not gonna be affected by this at all. We will mm. protect yeah. you in this little bubble. That's, yep. that's actually what they try to do with Templars at, uh, at a lesser measure, I think. Uh, because mm -hmm. they're taking Ethereum to know how to resist magic and position. Right, and it's at some point, Sola says, like, Lyrium will start slowly but surely cut you off from the Fade, so... Yeah. Hmm. So, next, uh, Aaron or Ethan? Whichever one wants to begin. I have, like, not a lot to say since Asia basically, like, uh, summarized. <laughs> Sorry! Well, good, well, say, say what no, you no, have no. left, then. That, that, that's okay, because, like, I... I I talk about that with you and Hala, so we kind of have the same like, <laughs> picture of the whole thing, so I don't know what to add more. 
Okay, Ethan, any insane theories to add? So, <laughs> that do uh, not involve lizard men. I didn't even get to my or... insane theory of where I think they are, so. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, oh, if you problem. need some crack theories, uh, I am your man. Yeah, I was going to say. Bring... <laughs> go ahead, I'm sorry, go ahead. AJ, you go with your actual theories. I'll I'll come in the rear with the back with the crack theories. Love it. That's that that's the next question too. Right? So <laughs> where they are and all that. But uh, yes. okay. So unlike all of you, uh, I am very non-imaginative at first. I need I need time to brew. <laughs> so at your LSD dreams back to differ. Yeah, I need, yeah, I need a yeah. All my all my good uh, <laughs> all my good uh, thinking goes when I'm sleeping. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I, that's why I'm more of a, when it comes to the theory stuff, that's why I go to you guys and to, and to the other YouTubers and stuff, <laughs> because I'm not good at coming up with the theories, but once the theories are out there, I'm like, oh my god! Oh my gosh! <laughs> I yeah. can't believe this! <laughs> they slowly take off the sunglasses. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, my mother of god. That was but, me playing Trespasser just the entire time. Pretty much <laughs> every time. Every few seconds, taking off my sunglasses, soulless. Any Sorry. any mural, any lore that was dropped, it was just me being like, "My God." <laughs> <laughs> me too. And I think I I like lost it when I saw the the, the murals with uh, a bold elf taking away like the Valasrin. I'm like, "Don't say anything, Cole. Please don't speak. I'm gonna kill you if you do." <laughs> oh, see, that was me with the Titan one. Like that was when I was just like, "That too." Mind blown. <laughs> yeah, I. The decence makes sense. <laughs> it finally makes sense. I can't hate it as much as I do anymore. Yeah. yeah. First, when you see the deals, you're like, what? I don't care about that. Why? Why are you there? Where's the yeah. link? Because yeah. I didn't see the link and I was annoyed. And after Trespass, I was, that's the freaking link. <laughs> it all yeah. comes together. Yeah, I I will have to say, and I think some of it was I already had Trespasser spoiled for me before I played oh, him. I enjoyed the Descent DLC way more in that regard because I think it answered more questions than... You know, the Descent DLC answered more questions than it asked. Um, yeah, for sure. once, yeah. Yeah, and the fact that it was just a... It, it brought up a topic that just hadn't really been talked about that is yeah. and just shit came out of left field that left me more excited not to say trespasser didn't but more of the oh wow oh oh this is oh no <laughs> yeah, oh, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> i'm too bad at video games to uh to like the descent because it just kicks my ass but, uh, <laughs> yeah exactly That's the one thing i will say it. that drives me nuts though <laughs> Are the weapons the dwarves have? The Shabertal? Yeah. Oh my god, dude. The fucking yeah. crossbows? I get... No, 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 no. They got three British Sten machine guns yeah. and <laughs> them together and started pretty, shooting you. Pretty and fucking tell... much. And I'm just thinking, <laughs> bitch, how is that fair? Dude, it's such a pain in the ass. I was. Yeah, you're like, hey, this was the damage. Oh, Why dude. Why did you do that during the blight? I needed even... the deep roads. It's tell even you worse. How many times I fucking died in that part. Yeah, it's even worse in uh, multiplayer because it, it it's not until like sure. the third level that the Shabertal show up if you have the Shabertal level, and it's like, oh no, <laughs> I can do nothing. This is a quick, very quick sidetrack that's more for me and Scott, because I don't know how much 
y'all have played Mass Effect, if at all. But, uh, <laughs> I know, I'm besides Asia, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Well, I know Aaron, I know the Hall has never played it, so that's why I said that mostly. Uh, and also, Aaron, you don't really talk about Mass Effect too much. So <laughs> I've heard you talk too much about it. Well, it's just that you say so much stuff. I'm like, I, I don't want to send a four pages stuff, so I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, uh, mostly I was gonna say that you all talk about like big moments that made you go like, "Dear God, that was me with the." Uh, the uh, Leviathan DLC. Oh, oh yeah. yep. The, yeah. the entire Leviathan DLC. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> everything's connecting. It all makes sense. And then I also have like this thing where here you go, everybody out there, if you're planning to murder me, that uh, I'm like terrified of like deep water and open water and shit like that. Oh. So oh. so that submarine scene when you're going down in the mech was like absolute hell for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I was having actual, like, fucking hyperventilating, like, oh my god, like, the whole time. Wait, <laughs> wait a minute, you're afraid of the deep waters, yet you live in the New England area? Yes. I, uh, Massachusetts man, and very much don't like water, because it big scary. <laughs> Literally, scary. I was, <laughs> this is totally even more off course, now I'm talking about Assassin's Creed, but uh, in the in Assassin's Creed, they have like uh, specifically Odyssey. I played 111 hours of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh, this one I know what you're and, talking. Yeah, about. and there's like there's a lot of fucking ships and like you know moving around and boats and stuff. And there's times where you where you got to go underwater. Oh, yeah, oh. especially if you're like me and you wanted to platinum the game really bad. So I fucking there was times where like I knew I had to go underwater. And I'm standing on my boat, and I'm looking down, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Fuck. For, like, so, like at least, like, two minutes, and my older brother would, like, come come over, and he'll he'll sit next to me, and he'll be like, dude, just fucking go. And I'm like, I'm sorry, give me a second. And I'm, <laughs> I'm just having a fucking panic attack, and then I go in, and then the whole time I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> just... I'm guessing Black Flag must have been a ball for you, then. I think, I think Black Flag was... was like before I hit the apex of my fear, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it wasn't oh. as bad. But okay. uh, but it was definitely like anxiety. But it wasn't that bad. <laughs> now every okay. time there's an underwater mission in the game, I'm just like, oh god, I want to die. <laughs> well, especially oh. in the Mass Effect one, because like you barely have control. Like that's, that's fucking scary point. too, dude. And it's it's really, dark as fuck. It's really upset. Yeah, it, it's upsetting because you're so... like just move, but the Met can't because it's so deep underwater. It's so fucking scary, man. Yeah. I'm gonna take it off of that now. We can go back to (laughs) Dragon Age. (laughs) Now that you have rightfully scared the shit out of yourself. Yes, now that I am uh, having panic attack I'm like, uh, okay. Please don't do that. No, I'm not really. I'm just... to answer the third question? Uh, Oh, wait, wait. Holla, did you go for the last one? Um, Not yet. No, but uh, I... Don't have much to add. I didn't either. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to take everyone's answer. Oh, oh don't hey, worry fine. about it. Don't worry about it. No, uh, the only thing I have to add is I'm still very curious as to what was the cataclysm for the war in the sense that I think it was definitely Mythal turning away from the same objectives as the other Evanuris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. I wondered exactly what made her turn. Yeah. Was it the introduction of Red Lyrium? Was it because I don't think she was against slavery? She had people who no. followed her. 
Mm. For no, sure. When you, see, and when you see her temple, she was definitely not against it. Exactly. And yeah. they bore her Valaslin, so that's definitely... I do not think slavery was the issue. Perhaps what they were doing to the slaves after something, my guess is perhaps Red Lyrium. Maybe related. Yeah, exactly. maybe when you see her well, maybe that corrupted the knowledge they had and she couldn't like use it anymore or something like this. I thought about that because we know that's the the knowledge of all the people who followed Mythol. Mm -hmm. So maybe they couldn't like uh, give the knowledge once they returned or something. So maybe exactly. she was, hey, I I need my people for that. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course the war happened. They gained more and more power through uh, Delirium and the Fokai that they obtained. And I'm guessing that by the time that Solus finally closes the veil. Uh, he has to leave something behind as well to ensure that yes. the veil stays closed. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. In this case, I was talking to Aaron that there's a particular line. Uh, this was Cole saying it. He broke the dreams to stop the old dreams from waking. So he broke the fate, perhaps, to stop the old gods, yep. aka Evanur. Mm -hmm. That's what waking. it sounds like to me. Yeah, exactly. Sounds then... legit. <laughs> Yeah, but, then there's the whole topic of, like, who but, are the old gods? Exactly? But there's something uh, more to this sentence. Exactly. Yeah, Sorry. The wolf, uh, the wolf chews its leg off to escape the traps. So okay. I'm guessing the trap he set to lure the Avendorus inside whatever he trapped them in, the void, or himself. the Black City, who knows? Possibly both. It could be both. I think it was and, a piece of him, like, uh, Mythal. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, th I think, like, we also have a quote. I don't have it right now in mind, but uh, we know. Oh, yes, yes. No, we have it. We have it. We have. We do? He did not want a body, but she asked him to come. He left a scar when he burned her off his face. Da -da -da -da. So, oh, what I happened uh, is that Mythal was maybe the one summoning Solus, aka what we said in the previous podcast, probably spirit of wisdom, knowledge, or something. Mm -hmm. And since she was the one who brought him up, uh, mm -hmm. the Evanuris, after they killed her, were like, we need to end him too, because he's gonna mess with us, and we don't have time for this shit. <laughs> so, maybe he lured them while using his spirit part, because he didn't want a body, I mean, uh, was probably a spirit mm -hmm. first. Mm -hmm. And thing that would maybe Go trap ahead. them, and lure them into where they were trapped, and Solus was like, I give up that, but at least you won't hurt anyone else. Mm -hmm. Well, and I'm wondering one thing that might be interesting to build on the theory is that we almost see in a lot of like the promotional stuff that there's almost like two sides of Solus. There's the so side yes. of Solus we see, and then <laughs> the Dread Wolf. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that spirit side of him that was left obviously mm -hmm. got corrupted over time because, you know, it probably was left with the other Evanuris who were like, yeah. well, we're pissed off, and this is a part of the person that we're pissed off at, so we're gonna, might as well take our anger out on this shit. If um, you look at oh, the man. last mural that came out in the, in the newest trailer, you see that the wolf looks very odd in, the, in the mural. The mm -hmm. eyes look very oddly placed, and then there's all the blood, maybe red lyrium in his mouth, it's hard to tell really. So yeah. maybe he's already been corrupted while staying on the other side, where the Avenues mm -hmm. were also trapped in. 
Yeah. And it would also make sense knowing that if it was a spirit of knowledge or wisdom, we know that they turn into pride demons because we actually saw that yeah. in the Inquisition. So it would make sense for him to be called Solus yeah. at that point. And so well, yeah. you have like the side of Solus and Fenerel and Tevinter Knights really showed up that the two are very different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. So I just want to expand a little bit on what you were saying with, like, we're not sure about Mthal mm-hmm. and why this fraction happened. There is the point where, like, Mithal gets really mad at Andril when they're, sure. when Andril yeah. is hunting the Forgotten Ones. Um, so that might actually be the thing. Like, I think that whole story of Andril fighting the Forgotten Ones are, like, the forbidden ones, uh, that's when the blight is brought into play and that's what makes Mythal mad and she's like, that's, you've brought the blight, can we stop now? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think that's you where know, it was. You dumb fucked up. <laughs> she was eager to stop it in origin because she, she saved the wardens for one reason, like you stop this shit! Right, okay? exactly. Just... For one purpose, you do that and you shut your mouth and you go. <laughs> and you right. take my daughter with you. Right. I mean, it and... could all come down to the blight if you consider that red lyrium is a corrupted form of yeah. the normal lyrium. Mm-hmm. So, it, calling it blighted lyrium could possibly also be a hypothesis yeah. here. And, and explain like the Fenrir the tree tale too, with Andril mm-hmm. being mad at Fenrir because Fenrir tried to take off Andril's possible lover, or at least a huge, huge interest. So yeah, that that kind of links up together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've been theorizing that Solus is a hoe, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, basically. So yeah. do we get like so in Inquisition? Do we get Solus in his like non-commitment stage at the stage? <laughs> afraid and of then, commitment. Like, yeah, I afraid of commitment, and then he's... previously he had gone through his hoe phase. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he said that he was very cocky while young, and I'm like, well, judging by how Fenrir the tree is going, uh, I guess you were. <laughs> oh, you remember the the Sarah lines that he had with her about trying to piss magic? Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> tried to piss magic? No, wait, no, no. <laughs> why did you hesitate? <laughs> That was so good. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering now if it's possible. Just think. <laughs> um, ask Solus in the next game, maybe. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I have questions. <laughs> I suppose you have questions. Yes, but yes, first one. <laughs> Did you hit magic like for real? <laughs> oh god. Okay, so next question is going to be: Where do you think think they are right now? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um, exactly is, exactly okay. is somewhere in between Thetis and Margaritaville, right in the middle. Um, that's a tough one. I mean, do you want the tinfoil hat? Yes. Okay. Um, rhetorical question. <laughs> uh, Alright, this... Like, if you do Dalish Origin beginning in Origins... Mm-hmm. And there is a mirror that Meryl's clan is, and I don't remember the clan name, um, is taken care of. And Hello, your yeah. friend... Isn't it Mahariel? Is it? Um, you're, they're taking care of a 
a very weird looking alluvian and then you walk into it and so does your friend it's tamlin right am i mm-hmm. remembering his mm-hmm. name right yeah, yeah. And Tamlin gets stuck, and the warden doesn't, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, Duncan says that, uh, well, that Alluvian has the Blight. And we know that that's not possible because, like, living things can only get the the Blight. Mm -hmm. However, I do think that there is some Blight in the place that the Alluvian leads to. And I also think that that Alluvian is the prison where all of the Evaneris were contained. Thank you. That is my tinfoil hat theory. <laughs> so, so um, quick question before you, uh, you move on. Do you think then, if that is... Uh, Anulivin is an entrance or an exit, depending on how you used to use it. Do you think it could be used by whatever is trapped in there then, to get no. out? I think that's that was the trap. Like, Solus lured them in to that Alluvian. Mm-hmm. And you can actually, alluvian. yeah, and you can actually see that alluvian um, in the crossroads if you do the fly cam thing. Oh, true. If you pause the game and you fly cam, that alluvian is there, and it's shut down basically, but it's very clearly there. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. grayed out just like it is on Meryl's side. But that's also why Meryl can't fix it because it's already broken. It's already broken. Mm. Oh, at least the path is so, cut. Yeah. So Illuvian's okay. once broken like can never be reconstituted then. I mean, I that's, so. we we don't know that for sure yet. I'm sure well, there's there... some kind of old elven magic. Like, Solos could probably <laughs> fix one if he needed to. I don't know, <laughs> because there's a whole bunch of broken Illuvians in Trespasser as well. Like, because uh, yeah. the Kunari were breaking them like crazy. Yeah, but we... I... I still think that does, that doesn't mean that they ne- necessarily can't be fixed. I imagine that the the farther back you go, the older the elf, they'll know how to fix that kind of thing. That's true, and that like again because Meryl's looking for whatever that dagger is or whatever mm-hmm. yeah. that part mm-hmm. is to fix the mirror, and she's convinced that that would fix it. And like it might have fixed a normal Illuvian, but that is not a normal Illuvian. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all depends if if we consider Illuvian as doors because it seems to be that kind of way. It depends if the Eluvi, if you repair the door or the road behind the door. Like, if the path is broken or cut, yeah. maybe the Eluvian won't wake up. And if, it, mm-hmm. if the path was blighted, then maybe it can't be open again because it was destroyed like this. Yep. So, That's one thing, though, that I do find is interesting is we know... If- Solus's goal is he's going to tear down the Fade. And in doing so, when he tears down the Fade, the Evanurus are going to come out and he's going to have to deal with them. Mm-hmm. Which is totally going to go to plan, he swears. <laughs> It'll um, totally work. Yeah, yeah totally work, no problems whatsoever. So what I'm curious on, though, is we've... It's kind of been established that the Alluvians are separate from the Fade. That they're almost their own pocket dimension would, you know, in my D and D brain, mm-hmm. that's how I would consider their pocket dimensions effectively. Mm-hmm. So what? So now all of a sudden, is there now a relationship with the the Alluvians and the Fade? Maybe an in between thing. Yeah, it maybe, and maybe like tearing them down will reconnect all of them. Maybe. 
the way that, that Morgan I like that idea. I I, I subscribe to that. Morgan explains the crossroads as like a world between worlds. Yeah. And you also Star can't Wars. remain there for very long either. Mm -hmm. But you... how Yeah, Sorry. no, I, I got it. Either. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. No, when I was watching Rebels, I was like, you've got Dragon Age in my Star Wars! I don't know <laughs> what's going on here. But, um, the... The question of how long is the time that you can remain there is, like, a big question mark, because she says that she stays there while she has Kieran, and it's like, okay, so does she stay there for, like, a year? Two years? Like... Was Kieran a toddler when she left? What's going on? Yeah. Well, and so. I also know in, um, uh, oh God, what is the name of the book? Sorry, it's nine o'clock in the morning. Dude, you're good to work. Um, uh, oh, um, are you talking about Mass Empire? Mass, thank you. It was like Empire or something. <laughs> I was about to start naming them off, but I was like, you'll get it. Okay. You know, the worst part is. I focus on the books and comics. Why can I not remember the titles for Dude, fuck's sake? I do the same thing. It's well, with um, so with um, Empress Celine and all of them. I yeah. mean, they travel through there as well, and they're. I, I think they're only there for maybe a few days at most. So two we, or three days, something like that. Apparently, yeah, two or three days. So we know at least they can. You can serve. You can theoretically survive a few days at minimum. Granted, things may try to kill you in that time, but <laughs> not not if you're an elf. Apparently, you've been your best ever if you're in there. But you have to mm -hmm. be an elf. Mm -hmm. And yeah. don't forget that Morrigan technically is sure Flemeth's daughter, but then she's also Mythol's daughter. Ah, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. True. So. There might be something with that. A bit yeah, of some, some elf blood there, I, probably. I don't know. I like. I don't think. I don't think she's physically Mithal's. No, like Flemeth's no, daughter. No, no. But that's even with that, they have maybe a bit of magic that Mithal could give a bit to be able to go inside mm -hmm. Morrigan or uh, um, late Yavanna. Thank you for <laughs> goodbye to Yavanna. But maybe they have like this predisposition to become the new host for Mythol. So maybe they have a little bit of ancient elven magic in them? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I don't know, so, I like the headcanon that Morgan, Morgan is just such a badass that she can just like, oh, hi Revenant, die. <laughs> well, she is my wife, so of course. <laughs> 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 she is the mother of my child. <laughs> my, so. wife. my, my wife! My <laughs> wife! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It could explain, be explained to a degree that they could not be related. Mithal could be literally choosing them as children mm -hmm. and yeah. giving some of herself to her children, hence the eyes that she has that... in common with. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that I agree with. Yeah, because I was about to say, this sounds much more of a possession sort yeah. of deal than it does mm -hmm. a... <clears throat> you know, a yeah, it could be. passing off genetic sort of deal. Yeah. And... yeah. That's... I bet, and this is going to tinfoil deep, deep end, but I guess that once she chooses them, she can give a part of herself that ensures mm -hmm. that they can inherit whatever is going to be the next body, I guess. Mm -hmm. Again, mm -hmm. hence the eyes. 
Honestly, the eyes always reminded me of dragon eyes. I don't know if mm -hmm. there's a connection there, but... I'm yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think it's intentional. Well, mm -hmm. <laughs> and technically, the Avengers could turn into dragons, so maybe... Mm -hmm. Exactly. I have a quick question. Uh, who who are we on? With who, Where do you think they are? <laughs> uh, uh, Asia and Scott went, right? I gave my tinfoil at one. Scott, did yeah. you ever go? I didn't know. I just said the theory, oh, okay. and then <laughs> tinfoil. Yeah, we yeah. all took tinfoil took over everybody's brains at the same time. I'm like, where were we? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I guess I'm 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 somehow the last man standing. Cool. Oh, you don't um, have to if you don't want to. We can go next person if you want. Uh, if you need a minute. No, um, no. I, I I have my ideas. Okay. I will see. I I love the Illuvian idea. Um, if I was more of a gambling man, though. Um, if I was a gambling man and wanted to go for a safer bet, I would say more, somewhere deep, deep within the Fade. I don't think... I think the Black City is in consideration, though I have a mm -hmm. sneaky suspicion. I don't think they're in the Black City. Like, a part of me at the same time thinks that the Black City is a likely option and isn't a likely option at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because the Black City seems to be almost a separate entity from everything else. Like, it is very much its own thing. Mm -hmm. I, I agree. So, I think, and especially with the fact, I guess the counterpoint would be, well, Corypheus and the Architect probably would have encountered the Evanuris mm -hmm. when they went there. So you would think that they would have run into him and been like, oh, hey, um, you're already... Oh, shit, there's people here. Fuck. <laughs> the Throne of the Gods isn't empty after all. <laughs> yeah, but obviously, I mean, you're dealing with ancient history. They, You know, the architect doesn't even remember mm -hmm. everything there. Corypheus's memory is a little... <laughs> so... Um... So that's so. A part of me thinks, and also I think where they're going to take the Black City is, especially because it has such ties to a lot of Androsteism, mm -hmm. and Bioware has specifically said like eh, we're kind of staying away from that because it because of just the connotations of the maker. Yeah, that I'm wondering if they're going to keep the Black City separate and just be like it is older than the Evanuris. The Evanuers were referencing it when they were kicking and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So that would be an interesting thought, but we'll see. But my best guess, they're somewhere deep in the fade because the only issue I have with the Alluvian theory is, kind of like I said earlier, if they're meant, especially the world between worlds, if those are meant to be separate entities, and obviously there are Alluvians that lead into the fade, then... Why, you know, in theory, in some of the places, it would not affect if the Alluvian, um, it would not affect the Alluvians if the Fade went down, in theory. Mm -hmm. Or if the Veil, sorry, if the Veil went down. Granted, I could be wrong, but, you know, in theory, they should st still be able to work just the same. Yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I definitely agree with that, yeah. 
So I just want to throw in right there because we brought up the Black City. So here's other tinfoil hat part of that. What if Arlathan is actually the Black City? Ooh. That's actually what I wanted to say. You have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. (laughs) I can maybe help you on that because, like, what you say about where the Venus could be, um, Scott, is exactly what I think. I don't think they are in the um, Black City. But I think they were in the Black mm-hmm. City. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that when you see the timeline, especially in World of Thetis, with um, the chrono- chronological order they give you, um, you can actually see that the first blight and the, like the um, the magister going into the Black City, breaking up there, mm-hmm. is oddly close to the fall of Arathan. First okay. and second. Okay, so that's another theory linked to the Evanuris, but if you take that the, the trapped Evanuris could be the Archdemon, aka or the Old Gods, more separately the Old Gods, what if mm-hmm. they called the Magister into the Black City to be a little bit more free from the Black City, mm-hmm. to be able to mm-hmm. wander around and mess things up in the Fade, so going deeper in the Fade to remain hidden? So Maybe. for all intents and purposes, the Chantry, the Andrassian Chantry was right. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. uh, unwittingly, the Magisters did start the arrival of the Blight in Thetis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They freed the Evanuris from the ah. actual prison where yep. Sol set them up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. But, so so yeah. they're still in the Fade, but they're just not in their prisons in the Black City. Yeah. That ah. once was Arlathan. And maybe the Illuvian led to the prison, but since the prison were tainted and actually not working anymore, then the Illuvian stopped working correctly. Right. And I'm right. loving this. I'm loving all of this. Keep feeding. Hence why I hence why I think that they were trapped in that Illuvian, because uh-huh. if it's lighted, like that's mm. letting that's where they were captured and then the, when the um magisters went in, they were like, Oops, uh blight. <laughs> Yeah, you, the, your okay. theories really helped me with that. I'm like, yes, my theory. I, I, <laughs> I, I just have this beautiful headcanon of all the Evanurs being freed up from the prison. And they're just like, fuck yeah, we're gonna get Solus out, son of a bitch, trapping yeah. And then they get trapped in the Illuvian, they're like, god fucking damn it! <laughs> it's gonna be like Zod from Superman. Just fucking put him in the glass to set him off. Yeah, and they're just like, how how could we fall for this? We did. Solus didn't even trap us here. We did. But yeah, and the only reason why, like, I had started thinking on that Arlathan thing is when Corypheus is like, uh, the city was never gold. I was like, you know what? What if it was never gold? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one issue I kind of have with the theory, and don't give me wrong, I do love me and my good tinfoil crack theories. Um,. The only issue I have with it is we do have, unfortunately, we have Androsteism, which, um, which kind of brings up the fact that the Golden City was there to begin with. And I think the only thing is, the biggest problem is we need to, where I think a simple timeline could answer that question of like, when were the first references of the Golden City or like Androsteanism? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And when is the timeline for the Evanurist and so, all that stuff? 
Yes, I think, for I think... Devners, it's complicated because it's in ancient and the calendars that refer to anything before ancient are non-existent. They were just, yeah. uh, they were destroyed. Yeah. Well, so yeah, exactly. Just... And we know when Corypheus goes into the Black City, they were trying to go to the Golden City to find the, you know, they were trying to find the Golden City. Mm-hmm. So they, it's like oh. they heard whisperings from their old gods. Uh, I cannot recall which one. Razikel, I believe. Yes, it's probably yeah, Razikel. Yeah, Razikel. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. as I understand, Razikel was the one who told them the way and basically blood sacrifice and the amount of people they would need to sacrifice to get into the Black City. Yeah, it was. Well, yeah. So. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is that they talked about. You know, they reference it as the Golden City. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, we already have the idea of this city was golden. Granted, it could still be... It, it, it's just, yeah, I feel like a simple timeline could really just answer that question of like, okay, could it have been Arlathan, or is Arlathan possibly older? Yeah. The is reason... This... Sorry, 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 I cut you off. Good. You good. All right. Well, uh, the, uh, the reason that I like it so much is that, like, one of my favorite things about uh, a lot of the lore in, in Dragon Age is... A lot of it is, uh, this is Andraste stuff, and then once they extrapolate it, you realize, oh, it's not Andraste shit, it's actually elven stuff that the humans yeah. think. Yeah, that's... So, like, yeah, that's, that's why... That's, that's what why I've been I trying to it. bring up. Like, uh, in Jaws of Hakon, you have a literal shrine <laughs> that's Andrastean and elven together. So, like, who's to say that oh, yeah. the Andrastean uh, religion didn't pick bits and pieces that of yeah. elven legends oh absolutely legends to bring into the Andrastian yeah. storyline which is why well, like well, there was no golden city they made well, that up to warn people from using magic yeah yeah, well, yeah. yeah. well and that's in it's interesting because oh um, i apologize now for bringing up religion in this podcast you're, fi- you're fine dude but <laughs> with obviously and Andrastianism taking a lot of cues from christianity yeah. mm-hmm. you can no, find the, a lot of like, you can find a lot of stories and practices of Christianity in either one Jewish, um, with, in, like, from, um, Jewish practices, mm-hmm. which are theorized they got a lot of their practices from Zionism, or just other different pagan religions, where you, I mean, it was very common to incorporate different, um, um, you know, incorporate gifts, yeah, from other pantheons. That was incredibly mm-hmm. common in the ancient area. It really wasn't until Christianity took a hold when you know the annihilation of religions really became a thing, and we yeah. kind of see that similar, or at least somewhat mirrored in Dragon Age. Oh, I think so, that's purposeful. Oh, well, well, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, so. Um, my best. So I would not be surprised if so many of these stories with them. Well, damn it! Now I just unconvinced my critique. Damn. <laughs> um, that's a, that's what conversation does, baby. We're going. Yeah. So I, I think it could be possible where it's like a lot of these stories were originally meant to be. Were originally came from elven sources. Mm-hmm. Granted, it then per- perpetuates that oh, elves are older than everything, and everything's about the elves. Yeah. And yeah. then the dwarves are just sitting there in the corner, like, well, what about us, assholes? <laughs> And yeah. that will also explain the 
I won't say the utility of Joseph Hacklon because I I like this DLC, but it would explain why they brought us that and the fact mm -hmm. that we have first the shrine, and second the oh shoot the um, the story of like the Chantry's falls because a Meriden wasn't human, mm -hmm. it was an elven mm -hmm. mage, yeah, and they didn't say it was a mage or an elf, and mm -hmm. that just put in perspective that maybe the Chantry adapted a lot of things because they didn't like elven mages or yeah. elven general. Maybe. And yeah, I didn't... Shorten a race from history too. So... I didn't really start to buy into the, like, that tinfoil hat theory that I explained until Jaws of Hakon, and then it was like, oh, you really can't trust anything that yeah. the uh, Andrastian chant teaches. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> one, th one thing as well, um... That does make make it a little interesting. Is Gren? I think a lot of it is just more from our cultural perspective. When we think of things like gods and things like that, we think of these, imp you know, perfect, all powerful beings. When you look at a lot of ancient history, many gods that were worshipped were not perfect. Mm -hmm. The Greek pantheon not is a really good example. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is, there, is there a creator in the Greek pantheon that like created everything? There is. They're not the main focus of worship, though. Mm -hmm. That's why exactly. you have things like you know they focus on Zeus and things like that. With Odin, you know Norse mythology, it's the same way. Um, yeah. I'm sure you can find it. Eastern religions are um, well, like Hinduism. You see that as. Um, well, where, you know, you're not dealing with purely omniscient beings. Then you have things like Buddhism and Taoism, which is more virtue-based, so this doesn't really apply to them. Mm -hmm. And then you see with a lot of indigenous religions, where it's like, they, you know, they, they will worship either the creator or the great spirit, but they also have other aspects of it that, you know, they're not these all-powerful beings versus, like, with, Andrew, you know... To bring it back to like Androstianism, where you have a creator who is all powerful mm -hmm. and completely benevolent, yet you know you can still worship <sighs> effectively beings that do not fit that category. So, mm. so uh, to throw in real quick a connection that I made before I uh, lose it. <laughs> uh, so, in my opinion, like just very quickly because this is a slightly off topic uh i think that when it comes down to it that androsteism and everything with that is just a complete falsehood in fabrication and when it comes down to it everything is going to be elf stuff i imagine that's where it's going and how it is because that's usually the answer and uh yeah a lot of their main uh their main like uh focus is on uh Andraste's like death with the burning at the stake and all that stuff like the jo the whole Joan of Arc thing uh and the I I draw a connection between that and uh what's his name oh god what's his name the character from the Elder Scrolls uh the the Talos Talos oh. uh yeah Talos <laughs> yeah also Mike the liar <laughs> uh Talos, because Talos wasn't a god, he was a normal person that was killed, and people deified him. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot like that with, in uh, in here, Andraste wasn't a god, she was a human that was killed, and they deified her. And they're like, oh, she was Bride of the Maker, and all this kind of stuff. And they just kind of made it up, 
And it's not like she was, you know, a literal, you know, a god or anything like that. A lot like how the elven people are actual gods. They were elves. So, I imagine that most, if not, if we ever do get answers for the whole Andrasse stuff, because you know that Bioware doesn't really want to touch on that too much, because they don't want to make people upset. Uh, mm -hmm. I imagine the answers to most things are going to be elves. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean... So, yes. Let me don my tinfoil hat again. What if... <laughs> Hit me. Let me just throw this out there. Okay. Andraste was perhaps Flemeth or Mythol. Yeah, that, that's bam, exactly bam, what I think. That connection has been made. It's true. Yeah, Love that it. connection. I'm not the first one to make that connection. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, uh, I mean, even their, like, uh, sort of crown they they were like Mythol, Flemeth mm -hmm. and Russell were the same kind of crown I'm like uh yes. that's maybe a little bit too obvious it is always a long-haired woman with a crown hey yep. hey uh Flemeth Flemeth your your crown's showing again <laughs> that way that, 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 that's maybe a little too too, too yeah. much now I'm not saying like I'm saying it's more of a, a Flemeth reincarnation thing that it might have been a piece of Mythal was or, within or maybe the first the myth. Maybe yeah. the first one. Yeah. Because yeah. Flemeth is a scorned woman whose husband betrayed her. Oh wait, that's kind of what happened with Andraste. So just more tinfoil. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Which, so... Wait, which one came first? The the first rumors of Flemeth or um or Andraste? We think don't like timeline wise. I think. Okay. Might be Andraste. I yeah, but here's the nice thing about um, uh, word by mouth rumors. Mm -hmm. um, they're generally much older than when they're first documented. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So it could easily be said like, yeah, no, the first rumors of like a Flemeth or a Witch of the Wild may have been after Andraste, but you know who knows. If Flemeth slash Brithal was kicking around before that point, doing yeah. different things. That's true. Oh, that was uh, according to the wiki, it's three hundred uh three towers. So mm -hmm. pretty pretty ancient in the timeline, but yeah. Nice. Alright. Well that was that that was I love how we how we how we start somewhere and end up somewhere else, but it's always a good time at either way. <laughs> Okay, so uh, next question then. Yeah. Uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Let me just. Oh, wait. Oh. <laughs> Let me just give uh, this next question. Real quick. Oh, you haven't gone yet. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, nor God, you, sorry. nor Aaron. But. Oh, gee. Oh, yeah, I mean, oh, well, yeah. Mine. <laughs> See, this is why I asked because then we can know who was who right. was the back. Well, I'll, I'll just take. I'll be very quick with mine because mine's like a one sentence thing. Uh, like I said, I have no imagination, so I like hate they're in the fade somewhere deep, just like by, uh, just, just like just like Scott was saying, they're very deep in the fade somewhere. And that's all I have. <laughs> See, I like the idea of they are exactly in between Thet. They are at exactly, which is somewhere in between Thetis and Margaritaville. Exactly, they got their. I'm own... gonna take your in between and give it a twist. Okay. So okay. I think they're in between reality and the fade. If okay. they had been in the fade. In my opinion, they would have gotten out by now. I mean, demons go out, and demons are not even half or a fraction as powerful as they were. Okay. And so, 
if they haven't come out, either they're in an insanely deep part of the fate, but they've had a thousand years to get to less deep parts, so I don't think that's it. Mm -hmm. I think Solus managed to chuck them into the void, which is in between both the fate and reality. Okay. And I think that the Golden City turned black because it was invaded by the void. And it kept on expanding and expanding expanding to the point okay. where it affected the old gods that surrounded the once golden city, blighted them or something, and now they call onto everything else to come and get them out. Okay. Ooh, I like that. It is nice. I like that. I, I like would. that. So you are saying they are somewhere between Thetis. It is Margaritaville, and that place is called Exactly But. <laughs> exactly. I think Question. that they cannot get out on their own, hence they're corrupting what is guarding them, the old mm. gods. Once mm -hmm. you tear down each god one by one, they'll oh. be free. Mm -hmm. And you have Ooh. two left. But isn't Probably. it the Forgotten Ones in the Void too? That's the thing. Why are they could be all in the same place? I'm not saying they aren't. I'm just saying mm. that Solus was in a panic. He had to chuck them somewhere. He wasn't powerful enough to create a whole new dimension. Mm -hmm. So my guess is he picked up a, an old one, and then poof, in with them. Mm -hmm. I like that. <laughs> I like it very much. That's that's a good idea. I like it. I like it. Okay. My 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 big question uh, before <laughs> before Aaron goes. My big question is. When are we going to get to Margaritaville? <laughs> after we find our, after oh, we find our first nice. shaker of salt. Oh shit! Damn it! When, when uh, are they ever gonna put that in? <laughs> uh, I'll stick around in Sex in the. Uh, no wait, what's it called? It's not Sex in the City. What's it called? Uh, Peach. It's got peaches. Jesus! And I can't oh, you ruined it. Sex in the late. beach. Oh, there you go. <laughs> So you lost the joke, but there it is. Right. I want to I wanna pass that by that beach before we go to Margaritaville. Okay. I'm down for that. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, we're going on a field trip. That's the next podcast. Right. <laughs> Aaron, you're up. What, what do you got? Where do you think they are now? Well, technically I answered when I said that um, Asia's theory and Scott's like um, re really helped me putting mine like into the into the conversation because mm -hmm. I'm literally in between them. Ooh. Like I think the Illuvian was late to the Black City and they're not in the Black City anymore. So Okay. Technically okay. I like that. But when I see the next question I think we uh, we answered it a little bit. Yeah, so the next question is gonna be do you think that they still influence Thetis? Knowing that one of the Avengers is still around, yes. <laughs> you said okay. Avengers. It sounded like you said so Avengers. Who, who wants to be up to bat first? Uh, I, mine's gonna be pretty quick, so I could, I could do mine. All right, uh, swing better, better, swing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my, I'd say yes for not, but not for all of them. Yep. Uh, I definitely, obviously, Solus, obviously. <laughs> uh, so obviously, Solus has influence still. Mithal does as well. Uh, and then I'm trying to think, but like... I think the other one would probably be... Uh, Gilanon! Yeah, as I was going to say. I, I, I was going to say I need the name because I can't remember the name. Gilanon's the one with the monsters, right? Yep. Yeah, her. Gilanon. 
So I think those three are the only ones that currently have like active influence. Mm-hmm. And but I guarantee you that as soon as the other one gets out, you know everybody's gonna start bowing down. Like, please don't kill us. We submit and immediately gonna start fucking working for him. But I'd say mm-hmm. that like as of uh, Dragon Age Origins through Inquisition, I'd say that those three are the only ones with active involvement in the world that are like actual causing influence. Yeah. Can you say an interesting thing? You picked on three of Anuris, of which two never entered the prison that mm-hmm. Solas uh, put everyone else in. Mm-hmm. So Solas and Mythal. And then you also picked up on Gilanan, who, while she may be trapped, you can see what remains of her works. And she also yeah. was not always an Evanuris. She was possibly a slave of Andruil before she was an Evanuris. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I find that interesting, because the others are implied to be long past their deeds, their temples, their influence. Except maybe for Elgarnan, he's often mentioned for some reason, but not specifically, just in a very generalized term, which I think is interesting. Because he's the king of them. Exactly. So yeah. That was it, sorry. Go on. No, you're fine, no, you're fine. That wasn't cut off, I I wasn't talking. But yeah, uh, that's that's how I'm feeling. I'm thinking that we're, uh, those are the main three players as of the end of Inquisition. Uh, those are the ones that we see the most influence from in our faces and in, you know, all the media that we have so far. Uh, and that's who I see being, like, as of now, the big three. But as you know, as soon as, uh, the game comes out, that's gonna shake mm-hmm. up and everybody else yeah. is gonna start coming out and all that yeah. shit. But, uh... Sure. Exactly. I feel like those are the, like I said, those are the main three that uh, we are seeing the most influence from mm. throughout the story so far. Mm-hmm. So who would uh, who like to pick up the reins from me and uh, take this baby forward? I think uh, I think I'm the only one that hasn't answered yet. Okay. Um, for me, it depends on how you define influence. Do I think I actually I am actually on the opposite of everyone. I think the only person who actually has who has confirmed direct influence in the world of Thetis is going to be Mythal. I think she is the only one. Mm -hmm. Um, Possibly Gerthamin because he's a sneaky boy, but that's mostly my head. (laughs) Um, The thing is, though, I think if you define influence as their direct involvement... None of them, none of them except Mythal really match that category because mm. Mythal's the only one kicking in Thetis. Mm-hmm. But if we're talking about their legacy and what they left behind, that's a whole other issue entirely. Because that then you have things like June, possibly of creating the coffin, which hasn't been in the world of Thetis hasn't been too much because I mean there's only been one other being that you know, one being that was affected by that, and that was Fenris. Um, at least as far as we know of. Um, then you yeah, have... Yeah, all blew up, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, you were now starting to see Gillanon in Flash, or possibly Andrew also has influence because of Horus of Hormac, because of, you know, their you know, their influence of just like create 
essentially the factories that they use to create these monstrosities are still operational. And there are 11 of them, which, oh dear god. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think in that regard, sure, some of them do have influence, but I also think that this is an ancient, you know, this may have happened long ago where any of the remnants of, and especially because so much of was tied to the Fade, it it may have been a lot of what they built and things like that were are simply gone. Yeah. Um, they they just haven't survived the test of time. So, and really, all that's left are these oral traditions that are passed down to the Dalish. So, and that's apparently wrong. Yeah, like that you yeah. can or cannot trust. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. So. And I think that's the big thing is, I'm going to go off the opposite opinion of none of them really actually have influence on Thetis, mostly their legacy and what few things, if if there is anything left, remain, is more influential. So, on to the next question then, which Evan Erse do you think will make an appearance in DA4? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> none of that so <laughs> that, would be, single one. Uh, that would be okay let's be real that would be a ballsy move if like none of it well that would be crazy though if like <gasps> we're expecting the Evanuris and they're all dead Oh, well, and least... then there's something going bump in the woods in the fade it's that a fucking killed them I, I that would be oh I hope we have at least one. I mean, he spoke for two freaking trailers already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll have yeah, one. One of them is a little obvious of who will definitely be in DNA. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> We're talking about June, right? <laughs> yeah, Junae's yeah. totally showing up. June's just gonna come out of the fade cr- knitting and just being like, what? Oh, no, I, I, oh, I actually done? bet it's gonna be Silas. <laughs> what is a soulless? <laughs> Wait, what? I don't get it. Tyler's <laughs> just gonna show up and be like, what? Ben Harrell? Like, we killed him. There's yeah, no more Ben Harrell. He doesn't exist. Yeah, no, we didn't. What? Wait, what do you guys mean that we were locked out of the Fade? No, man, we wanted to get away from the mortal room. We just went to a vacation in, in, Cal- in uh, Calhoun. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, we went to a museum full of uh, like Chinese uh, culture. That's it. it yeah, out, yeah, we, absolutely. They're, they're just pulling a Call of Duty Black Ops One, and it was you the whole time. You're like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, who actually does want to answer the question of who is going uh, to appear? Well, I mean, well, if, I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, oh, we're all gonna. So. <laughs> Paula uh, knows I definitely oh, have I an answer. I <laughs> Me definitely, too. Okay, I mean, I feel like my answers on the Evanuris are always the quickest and the shortest, so I'll go first. Okay, swing uh, about it, swing. Again, because my, my imagination when it comes to this is zero, and I just I just <laughs> listen to everybody else's and I go, oh my god. But uh, <laughs> uh, I imagine that we will see... Uh, I want to say my two options are a couple of them, or all of them. I feel like there's no in-between there. Because with what Solus is accomplishing, let's say he does tear the fades, and then we'll definitely see all of them. Yep. Uh, and if he doesn't, then I imagine that we'll see a couple of them. 
Hmm. I feel like uh, Gillanon is a, a, without a doubt <laughs> at this point. I feel like there's no way that we don't see Gillanon, especially with like again with the horrors of Hormac and with all the like horrific creatures we've been seeing and like the behind the scenes and in the artwork and all that shit and uh, the trailers when they. Uh, which I'm pretty sure that's her on the left side, the one that looks like a giant centipede. Uh, so yeah, I feel like the only one that I'm like 100% like without a fucking doubt is going to be going on. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. Uh, in that case, if I may jump in. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I think that, uh, of course, Solus and Mithal... Although I do believe that Mithal at one point will no longer look like the Mithal that we know. It I won't be Flemeth do... anymore. Sorry? It won't be Flemeth anymore. Yeah, I think it'll be Morrigan, actually. I think Morrigan will cave in once to get that power that she's been aiming for for so long and she'll finally give in to Mithal. And also, you know, I'm going to base myself off of the mural and hints that we've been having. I think, uh, sorry, uh, the mural I'm specifically referring to the one that we saw in the latest trailer that came out where Varric was narrating a story. Okay. So I do believe that we are going to get uh, so two figures. One of them, the male figure, I am going to bet on Elgarnan. I think we're finally going to get something on him. And the other figure, this is more complicated. <laughs> but I think that's Andrul. I think that's Andrul fucked up by Gilanon. Mm. And my reasons for this are the following. Gilanon likes to experiment on living beings to turn them into half person, half some sort of beast. Whatever she can get her hands on. We've seen this in Winter Nights. And the figure that we see both in the mural and in the concept art uh, trailer that we saw before was this centipede-like feminine creature, which interestingly enough shared a couple of features common to Andril, which was the upside-down crown kind of headdress. And also uh, Andril was the hunter. She had many weapons to her disposal, including a, a spear, I believe. And thus, I think that the figure, I believe, on the left that we see on the mural is Andril messed up by Gilanon. And yes, I do believe Gilanon will make an appearance somehow, also. That is a interesting take. Yeah, definitely <laughs> interesting. I like it. It's fun. Mm -hmm. Alright, who's next? <laughs> Uh, I don't know who, who wants to go. AJ, go. Asia. Asia, sorry. <laughs> okay. Asia, right, go. Um. Okay. So, uh, I I know I'm the odd man out, but I actually think Gilanon is going to be the big bad in the next game. Ooh. 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 I like it. Like, I, I don't it. think it's going to be Fenrir. I think Fenrir is going to be like, oh dear God, what have I done? And. <laughs> That's when she shows up and she goes, I am the horror of the Hormac. <laughs> well, it's more of like, Solus is like, well, now what do I do? Well, yeah. I could wake up Gilanon and she can make really messed up monsters that will help me. And she'll be like, yeah, sure, I can do that for you. Then Harel, 
Oh yeah, by the way, I'm going to destroy everything now. So, I have a feeling that's it's going to be something like that. So, um, I definitely think Illidan will be present. It's um, going to be a hell of a storyline if she does. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot of like just stuff pointing to that. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And not only in Tevinter Nights, like, even in, as early as just the base game of Inquisition, you've got a lot going on on with like a lot of mentions of Andrul and Gelanon. Mm -hmm. So if they're not in the next game, I will be incredibly surprised. <laughs> okay. So who... um yeah, as Sorry. for the <laughs> it's okay. As for the male character that's in the mural, I'm still undecided. Like mm -hmm. I mean, we haven't even really gotten into the theory that the old gods are the Evaneris. Mm -hmm. So True. if if that's the case, then there's only two gods left. Yeah. Yep. Is so. I'm oh, sorry. Good. No, go ahead. Is it me or does like I'm not saying that it is, but like the the figure on the right looks remarkably like a Canari. It does. And like. Yeah. Good, yeah. Maybe this is total crackpot theory, because like I'm pretty sure that Kunari are just elves with dragon blood shit, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Thank you. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome to the conversation. I mean, I've, I mean, I thought that since like <laughs> forever, but like maybe, well, there'll be some kind of discovery of like that's just straight up fact now. I mean, like, yep. and that. Uh, He's he's actually a canary or something, and then we're gonna be like, oh my god. Well, I like here, that. I, like that. I mean, I've I've been trying to save this for the canary thing, so um, I won't go too deep um, into yeah, this. We'll get into that there. But well. um, does say to an inquisitor that they have stolen blood. Yep. So, I, it's quite possible. I think yeah. you're not wrong at all, Ethan. But it's more of like who, which male. Elven God is that going to yeah. be? Mm -hmm. So like I I know like people were like oh it's definitely this one oh it's definitely this one I was uncertain the only one that I was sure of is that's definitely Gillen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So Aaron, have you gone? Uh sure. Uh, I'm actually pretty like as Hala. I'm sure that Gillenan will absolutely make an appearance, and I still think she's the left figure. And I'm gonna join like the. What Ethan brought that it looked like it looks like a canary on the right, and since Corypheus is below it, uh, I'm like maybe it was a Ganon too, like who created with his power and uh, maybe one of his wells because I'm starting to think that the wells are a power thing that each of Anuris and maybe the Forgotten Ones had because. The Internet tells you that there are 12 wells in total, so I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure that we saw some of them, mm -hmm. uh, at least two. And I'm like, maybe it was Ergonon who created a Kunari as warrior, again, as is there were his slaves, so he needed people to follow him into war. So maybe creating, like, more powerful beings using dragon blood. So maybe this was the thing that made Mythal go, like, that's far enough, guys. Yeah, between that and Gilanon's experiments, you like she well, maybe she would be you're I'm, I'm going wondering if, a little bit too far. Yeah, well it, I think it may have been 
almost almost the best way I could describe it is maybe um, Mathal stepped in because of the fact of the arms race of like power was getting too crazy. Like the fact that you know the blight was bad enough, and now we're weaponizing it. Mm. Um, mm. Oh dear God, we're trying to get dragon blood. <laughs> you know, we're now experimenting with dragon blood and creating creatures from that. And it might have been a combination of things like, oh fuck, we're <laughs> guys, guys, we're taking this a little too far. Guys, stop <laughs> it, stop I, it. I think that that was a case of them taking their jealousy too far. I yeah. think they envied dragons, uh, so they tried to create something that was between them and dragons, something like the, the Theron bloodline achieved, to a degree. Mm -hmm. They probably used Gillanon for it, because she's the crazy one with the experiments. <laughs> and Maybe turned out... brought in. Yeah. A... One thing as well that might support that is actually in the Silent Grove, they talk about, like, dragons mm -hmm. are the lifeblood, like, of this world. Yeah. And so if you get rid of dragons, the world dies with them. So there might be even more value in that. Uh, dragons. So... I think Evanuris fucked up everything of godly that existed before them. So titans and dragons alike. They stole their hearts and blood. And of the dragons, they tried to steal their blood and failed miserably. So... At best chance, they could turn into dragon-like creatures, as we saw with Mithal. Mm -hmm. Smaller, but still dragons. Uh, and unfortunately, they could only, as far as we know, create Kunari. If that, that yeah. was indeed the case, I don't believe that was, but... Yeah. Who knows? So, <laughs> that's why I think he might be Ergonon, although uh, we... It can also be Dirthamen, because his Valaslin, like the top of his Valaslin, looks like the horns. So I'm like, Gilanon and Dirthamen could be really good, a really good pair. Especially knowing that we know that uh, Gilanon's well was pretty active with the monster creating thing, thanks to Tevinter Knight. So maybe someone help her be hidden for so long. So maybe it was Dirthamen? And, mm -hmm. and. I we have the the side mission of Dirthamin's temple, so yeah. like we have yeah. contextual clues that it could be him. Yeah, and awesome. I, I'm I'm gonna put that there because we put it in the document. There's also like the horn of June that looks a bit of a mix between the right and the left characters. So I'm like maybe, but I don't think we're gonna see Junae's right now because usually Junae's pair with Siles. Mm -hmm. And it would be weird to not see them together. And I'm very interested in the Gilan and Dirthamen. Because if it was Ergonan, it would be logical for Mithal to be with him. Yeah. Just because they were very rivals, and because... just because. Mithal, as Hala, I'm like, maybe she will come back because we... I'm pretty sure that Morrigan's gonna accept Mithal power because she didn't want to become Flameth. But now mm -hmm. that's in the power of an elven goddess. I love Morrigan, but she wants the power and the knowledge, so I think she's gonna take it. Mm. Fair. And loves elves and elven lore, that's for sure. <laughs> and that that fits even more with like if the Inquisitor drinks from the well, because you yeah. know Morrigan's gonna be like, "Oh, that's what I'm missing out on." Oh no, 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 no. Yeah. And I always make Morgan drink it. 
Oh no, I don't. I if if I am an elf, I drink. If I'm yeah. anything else, I make Morgan drink. Uh, I I drank it because I wanted my boyfriend Solace to be happy with me. <laughs> well, Is he happy if you do that? I don't, definitely I don't... not. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's one thing I don't understand. He's like, no, don't let her drink. But why did you drink? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like there is no good answer for you, is there? <laughs> Because technically you become indented to Mythal if you drink from it, that's my guess. Right. You become a sl you become a slave and he's like, No 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 not you, not you. <laughs> I did an entire fucking civil war for this. What <laughs> <laughs> <And> again? <laughs> so you, if this was Dragon Age Origins, then you would have been able to force somebody else to do it for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, I still want that option of being like, hey, Solus, why don't you drink from it, okay? If you don't want he gets, Morgan he gets to do so it, pissed you don't when you say it. that. Also, like, um, I will not. You better get the fuck out of my face with that shit. I'm just gonna throw that there because that's an idea that I saw somewhere on Twitter, on Reddit, on many websites, and some of my friends are leaning toward the theory too. I'm not a huge fan of it, but. There's also the possibility that whoever drank from the wheel becomes the new vessel for Mythal. So if it's your Inquisitor, yep. that would be a cool twist. Ah. Just the Inquisitor coming back as Mythal and being like, now you have to kill Mythal. I have no, not considered no, that. No, no, no. <laughs> I like him. I like him. I but I don't want to. I, I, so, I will I cry, it. but love it. I will. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I don't want to kill my baby, but that would be a very good idea. Yeah. I so... Here's my theory. My my theory, I think, is going to be the most crackhead theory of them all. So, I'm going to describe it. Halfway through the game, in, we're fighting Solus. He's about to tear down the veil. We fail. The veil breaks. We're expecting, oh god, what horrors are going to come out? We wait for it. Dun, dun, Nothing dun. happens. Quiet. Amazing. On further Terrible inspection, we find all the Evaneris are dead. Dun dun dun. Because either and because here's my reason why. Because one of the big problems I kind of see with Dragon Age Four is that there's a lot of you know mysteries and stuff like that that are going to be solved in Dragon Age Four. Probably. The problem is. What happens after? And there's also a scaling thing of like, you know, in like, you know, Dragon Age 2, the fading of an entire city is hung in the balance. Dragon Age Origins, an entire nation. Then, arguably the entire world, but really just Ferelden and Orlay mm -hmm. are in the immediate effects. Arguably, you can say the rest of the world, but that's debatable. Yeah. Is so now this next one is okay. The world is now going to truly be in danger. Okay. Well, what what comes after that? You no, know, there's only like, you know, something's gonna have to happen. So I think what's going to happen is we're expecting the Evaners are going to show up, but they're not. They're dead. Mm -hmm. They got it's killed off by something that's going bump in the night in the fade that happened when Solus was, you know, when they were locked in the fade. And it could also be like they killed each other in the fade because of X, Y, or Z. 
Um, I want to say it's going to be something related. It could also be the Forgotten Ones. Yeah, it could be easily the Forgotten Ones. It might be a Blight thing, too. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, where uh, almost the best route, I would say, is almost like the Halo approach of Mm. where you have the Flood. Like this all because that's kind of what the Blight is in a sense. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like this all, like, the Blight does not care who you believe, what you believe in, who you are. It is an all-consuming force. I so don't I care think who you are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, what we're going to see is, and maybe this is also to like tie it back into the Dragon Age roots a little bit of with like Dragon Age Origins and the Blight of the Blight. The, if they are to come back, they are not going to come back as they were, but blighted versions of themselves. Mm-hmm. And that will make them more terrifying, or they're already going to be dead. And oh. there's then we're going to realize, wait, if we think the Evanaris is pow- the, you know, super powerful, what the fuck killed them? And then you hear something go bump in the night. You know, Scott, I really, really like your uh, your flood analogy because mm-hmm. you're saying that like the we could see them come back as like red lyrium tainted ones, and then I'm just picturing like how fucking vile the flood make people look and like act and shit. Yeah. <laughs> so like, well, I mean, like, you see it a bit. I in mean, Inquisition. Well, yeah, we see like look at Corypheus, for example. I mean, like. And look at the architect. We've yeah. seen what happens uh-huh. when powerful mages get blighted. Oh, yeah. So, like, we can get some weird fucked up people. That'd be, that'd be pretty dope. I'd yeah. like that. And, and it would be interesting because you do see, like, the vanity of... And, like, Solus talks about the vanity of the Evanuris. Mm-hmm. Well, if they think that they're smart enough to deal with Red Lyrium and the Blight it would be fitting for them to also get bit in the ass by the blight that it consumes them. Or maybe they, they're they not in prison anymore and Solus wouldn't know where they are. Like, if we can follow what you said with the veil going down and nothing happens, if they're not in their prison in, in the fade anymore, then they won't come up. Maybe they're already out there and he just didn't know. Yeah. That could be the, that as well. Um, that would be that would be an interesting one. I mean, <laughs> we... I'm just imagining. I'm just imagining Andrul, um just coming up behind Solus after everything and just tapping him on the shoulder and it's like, "Hi, buddy. Yeah, We've like been that. here the whole time, oh. asshole." It's like that so... meme of the old man in the uh, in the hospital, and it's like, "I lived, bitch." <laughs> some people thought it was Sarah and many people were like oh that's maybe why she like girls now because um, she was in love with Gelanon and uh, since uh, Solus escaped her uh, in the tale of Ferner and the three in the tree she doesn't like Solus anymore that's why she's so hard with him like I just hope it's not Sarah because I'm not a big fan of Sarah but 
that would be a plot twist like holy crap no really <laughs> i oh, yeah. held back bringing up that tinfoil hat one because even i'm like mm, that's a little far-fetched i don't yeah, know me too. yeah it's it's me not too. the strongest theory out there considering i want to bitch slap sarah i will take everything away hey from her. hey my girl is beautiful and perfect as she is <laughs> but she's gonna my... look even better when she's in hell i'm just <laughs> oh my oh my but I do want to bring up a point in the game because I just replayed this part um, yeah. after the you discovered the warden's terrible, terrible plan. If you go talk to Solus afterwards, mm-hmm. he is livid that the oh, yeah. warden would even think about going into the deep roads and killing off I what's just left did of the that. old gods. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I did this quest yesterday and I was like, he's, he's really mad that wait what they go there before no don't kill them why yeah like it's the most emotion it's the most emotion he shows in the entire game even to like a romanced Mm lavellan like he never gets this upset and it gets even worse if you say no that's a good plan actually it's just they were doing it in a bad way like he gets really mad And yeah. he looks scared, like, like what? But th- yeah. they shouldn't do that. It's more the scare part that was a, a little bit obvious with the ang- with the angry part. I was, you seem like frightened by that, by the idea of doing that. And since he's been awake only for one year, you're like, oh, he didn't know about this fifth blight. Yeah. He didn't see that. Yeah, I, mean, I imagine that he, he knows about it. Well, he yeah. heard about it, but... Yeah, yeah. I still wonder who that's, waking that's, up. I will say though, I think that's why there there is something like that almost, in my opinion, adds theory, you know, weight to my theory of just like there is something out there, there is something going bump in the night, mm-hmm. right? and because it's like if Solus is like, okay, no, don't kill them, that's a really bad idea. Doesn't explain why though. Okay, that does lead to the credence of like, okay, so what else is out there? We know there's more than what he's saying. There's so. Ugh. Well, yeah. And also, it's a way to continue the franchise too. Is, oh yeah. You know, <laughs> if you have if introduce a new antagonist in the in DA four, you now can have a DA five in theory, mm-hmm. or at least one that continues that storyline a little bit. I just hope that they finish the main Evanor storyline in DA4. Although yeah, I'm do. not too hopeful. Hmm. Yeah, Are you were about to say something? Games. Um, yeah, what I was saying is that, like, if you use conjecture, like, Mythal, well, Morgan, but in a long game, Mythal, we're trying to get the old god from the Fifth Blight, like, the old god's soul. Mm-hmm. They're successful if you do the dark ritual, and then Mithal gets the old god soul. Mm-hmm. She doesn't use it as like a weapon or anything like that. I think, like that's where I'm really leaning into the idea that the old gods, quote unquote, are the Evanuris that have been corrupted. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, then there are two left, which is why Solus is losing his mind because he wakes up. He went to sleep, everyone was still alive, they were just trapped. He wakes up, there's only two old gods, or two elven gods left, and he's like, Oh crap! Which is also why he doesn't like the Great Wardens very much. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but that's just that well, though it actually also kind of at Grins the fact we see Mithal transform into a dragon. Yeah. And if the old gods are also stuck as dragons. They're like corrupted dragons because they weren't actually yeah. dragons to begin with. They were trying to be dragons. Oh, maybe they got trapped in their dragon form when they got um, trapped in the fade. Mm-hmm. Possibly. So they got corrupted because of that. Because we know that they couldn't stay in the dragon form for a long period of time. And I mean the the dragon form, like the the blight happens when the darkspawn find an old god. It doesn't say that specifically that they find a dragon. A dragon, like they, it could take that shape mm-hmm. once they're sure. corrupted. Because the the elven god or the old god, however you want to frame it, like takes the shape of a dragon because mm. they're all powerful or something like that. Yeah. And that makes sense because uh, I mean. It- even if the deep pros are really deep, I mean, th- the dragons are big! <laughs> yeah. I think, like, if you find a hole big enough to fit a dragon, that there's a huge chance that the dragon is in there. <laughs> it's kind of like, to, like, Scott's thing of, like, uh, maybe they're all dead and stuff. Like, another thing is maybe, this is, this is, I don't know, kind of a mix of everything. Uh, but, like, maybe, like, you know, it's kind of crackpot, but, like, Maybe the archdemons are the physical manifestation of the elven gods that are stuck uh, uh, in the veil. Like yes, said. and like yeah, like you're saying, like again, kind of mixing both of you guys here, and that us killing them on the outside is killing them inside the fade. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I'm liking that. Yeah. And like so, when the time we get in there, only a couple of them are left. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I like that. Which is weird because Solus is like, yeah, my the first of my people don't die that easily. Well, apparently, may maybe maybe yeah. I mean, I, I doubt that that's what it is, but I do like the idea. Yeah, I, I do like it. You say they can't die easily, and <laughs> it doesn't necessarily that. mean that they're dead. It might send them like it's a piece of them, just like yeah, oh yeah, kind of like a uh, yeah, like just fel- like uh, yeah, like what uh, Mithal's uh. Uh, what's it called? Necklace. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I like it. I like it a lot. Just like that, or just like Solus that with the theory we said, uh, we talked about earlier, with him trapping the Avengers l- while living a part of himself in the Fade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I love this podcast. Also, I don't know if you guys <laughs> caught it, but I, I don't know if you guys caught it, but I wasn't gonna say Mythal, and for some reason I almost said Felisan. And I don't know why. I was like, I was like, fella, wait a second, where am I wait going? A second. <laughs> wait a this is wait totally a not even remotely the same thing. My poor baby <laughs> is for now technically still dead. So, <laughs> See, my or or plot twist, it's the lizard men. No. Yeah, it's the lizard men. Okay, 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 okay. So there are still country, well, like places in Thetis that are undiscovered. Like, we still don't know exactly where the Kunari came from. They just came from, quote-unquote, the north, which is still unmapped. I will kiss anybody who puts my lizard men in the game. (laughs) I just like lizard people. It could be that your lizard men do somewhere exist up north. (laughs) Let's get it. (laughs) I'm all about the lizard people. I, I, I just love whenever they introduce new races. Like... Yes. Give me, hit me up, Bioware. Give me some new lizard people. Maybe in the in D five, because for now I think Dragonite Four is already 
<laughs> Big hit. Yes, uh, hey, I agree. I, but I think we're gonna get. I think we're gonna get a, a new um, type in the new game because we have the Kunari-ish looking figure who I don't think is actually Kunari anymore. So in what art? What art thing? In the teaser. Oh yeah. Oh, With, um, oh okay. Yeah, the, the one ones that the, have the horns. Yeah. yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, the I don't think that's. Yeah, like Elven bow and everything. Yeah, maybe I don't we'll, think that's Kunari. Maybe mm. we'll stumble across some ancient Kossif. Da, da, da. Dun, dun, dun. I hope so. Da. And there's the lizard people! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Ethan, I mean, if you want new races, we're already getting spiders with multiple people. Oh, yes. Spiders yeah, exactly. with hands. You're getting, you're getting spiders with hands. Can't you be no, having spiders no. with hands? Question is, are they playable? <laughs> oh. They can play fiddle, that's for sure, with them many hands. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Alright, I think we should probably move on to the next question. <laughs> Alright, we got, we got two more left before we uh, end uh, this, and we're already two hours in. Okay, okay oh, the next question okay. is, do you think they can be stopped? <laughs> very quick if... answer, yes, but very difficultly. Next yeah. one. <laughs> okay, well, uh, I'll go next then. Uh, anything can be killed if you stab it enough. <laughs> exactly. Especially if you put some Grey Wardens in there, just for good yeah. measure. Just get some Grey Wardens. Grey Wardens have happen. to be involved. Yes. <laughs> grey Warden them to death. I mean, yeah. we, are, we are hinted by the trailer and everything, and the concept arts and everything, that it'll be many, many factions that'll be involved in the next game, so maybe they are preparing us for a great big fight. Probably okay. against the Avenurs, and yeah. I yep. think it can be done, but it, it's going to require a lot of sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, I think cool. we we're going to all agree on that. I we, oh. I'm, I'm the I'm the odd man out. I don't think they can. I think they're Ooh. integral to the fabric of Thetis, and so they can't. Well, is you know what? You're wrong, and I don't <laughs> like you. I was <laughs> so I'm gonna. So I'm gonna answer mine, and then I'm gonna have Asia explain hers because I think that's a far more interesting one. Mine is. They're already dead because the lizard people killed them. Now, Asia, explain. Yeah! <laughs> now, explain your more interesting theory than mine. So, it's more, it's, uh, like, I've done a lot of research on different um, myths of different cultures, and it, it rem like, they kind of make me think of, like, the Norse uh, like fabric of reality things that the name is like eluding me right now but there are certain beings within the Norse mythology mm -hmm. that like cannot be destroyed because they are part of reality and destroying them would destroy reality themselves mm -hmm. hence Ragnarok yeah so mm -hmm. um yeah I think they are now integral into the fabric of what exists of Thetis now because Solus has changed things Mm -hmm. And in killing them, like actually killing them, destroying them, making sure they never can come back, I think is impossible. I think you can weaken them into a point where you can trap them again, but I don't think you can kill them. That's maybe I why like he that. was upset that first that they were killed, and second that they killed Mythol, because they killed like one of the one of the pillar of the their word. Oh, I actually like that. All right. Mm -hmm. My, then why they the, killed Mathal, but she, she's still out there. Right. Yeah, they thought they killed her, but since it was mixed with the Fade, her spirit could go off, I think. Right. Well, the big question is, Asia, how does that relate to lizard people? <laughs> it relates <laughs> to lizard people as all of the Evaners are just chilling with the lizard people somewhere mm -hmm. in the north. <laughs> Perfect. 
Okay. Wizard people now it's acceptable. The... I'm just imagining Wizard all the people are, are the... Uh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm just imagining all of the Evanuris and some, like, lizard people are just on a beach, and they're just wondering, when do you think Solus is gonna show up? <laughs> yeah, I have a scene ready for him. Here's my uh, theory about the lizard people. We've already seen them. It's the Shabratol. It's all that armor. You can't see what's in there. It's <laughs> God damn it. Turns out that the real lizard people were the friends we made along the way. This is a quote from Derek. Oh, God, I just choked on my spit. <laughs> oh, no. Don't die on a thief, then, please. Oh, God, that was... Come on, I'm fucking dying. Alright, so do we feel like we've answered that question pretty thoroughly uh, enough? Aaron, yeah. you gotta go too, right? Well, I thought they could be stopped because, like, maybe they're already dead because of the Grey Wardens, but I like uh, the idea of Asia, so maybe they can't really be stopped, but at least a part of them can be. Yeah. I think they can be... Def or maybe the a better way to describe it is... They cannot be stopped permanently, but they can be... Contained. Contained for now. Hmm. Yeah, I like that. I think that, uh... That currently, like, uh, Mithal is not dead, but she is being contained within Solus. And she's still, like, <clears throat> causing troubles. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, before the end of the game, like, in, in Inquisition, like, she's still, even though she's quote-unquote dead, she's still around. She's still mm. kicking. She's She's that supposedly at only a fraction of her real <clears throat> power, and she's already this much of a badass. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay, so do we feel like that one's been satisfyingly answered? Sounds good to yeah, me. We yeah. can move on okay. to the final so, one. The final question is, who is the most powerful of them for you? The lizard people. <sighs> <laughs> Obviously. That's gonna be my new thing now, I'm sorry. <laughs> just, just lizard people for everything. <laughs> the lizard people. I mean, mine is always like, I'm not gonna say it's Gilanon, but it's Gilanon. <laughs> so... I can't wait for Dragon Age 4, lizard people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then... uh, so, I think it's <laughs> one who hasn't made that much of an appearance yet. I think it's Elgarnan. Elgarnan took down the sun at one point, or told it to fuck off. Um, Elgarnan created cracks on the earth, supposedly. I mean, I know. <laughs> no, I just, I'm sorry, I giggled because you said created cracks, and I was like, heh, created crack. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking child. You me. started with pot and then moved on to cocaine, and that's such a Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Um... I do think it's probably him. He was the one who everyone else supposedly obeyed. My guess is since they were all war generals, there had to be a reason for them to obey someone else who was supposedly the same rank as them. That would be because mm. he's far more powerful than them. Mm. Why it's hard to tell because so far all we have is that tale of his origins, of the creation of the moon and Mithal and how they, they basically match. It's something you get to know in the Exalted Plains, so I think? Mm -hmm. Okay. And, uh, that's basically our only hint, but I believe, for me, that he is indeed the most powerful. There. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll go next real quick, because that's my choice as well. Uh, <laughs> Elganon, uh, I feel like 
a lot of people in the community attribute him to being the strongest. Mm -hmm. uh, or, like, the most, like, terrifying or something like that. With uh, the whole, like... He's the one with the, the Red Lyrium... Uh, not Red Lyrium. Uh, the Red Valisling. No, no, that's the, the other thing, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yep. I'm a little confused today, I think. Is, is he or not? Yeah, he's the one with the Red Valisling. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like everybody's like, oh, the Red Valisling and all the mm -hmm. other stuff. Like... He's he. When I hear about him, I'm like, he sounds like he's probably the toughest one. Yeah, <clears throat> I I would not be surprised if he. I I guess I'll go next. How I almost see him is, assuming that they're not all dead and fun stuff like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my how I think he is going to show up because he is meant to be like the god of vengeance. I think how he is go he's going to show up late to the party. I think we'll be fighting the other Evan Nurris, we'll be taking him down, and then all of a sudden you're going to be hearing him stomping in, and all the other Nurris are just going to go, oh, we fucked up. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Run! Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then, like, Elgernon's going to come in just as Wrath Incarnate and just really start wreaking havoc. Like, I almost think that, like, almost Elgernon will, is not even going to be, like, a boss as in, like, someone you can fight. I almost think he is going to be, like, a force of nature. Like, Elgernon's gonna come in almost like a storm and just ruin everything. I love that. And as I, I love how so far we're all in agreement, and, uh, I also want to put out the fact that you <laughs> you said that like everybody's like oh shit when he comes in <laughs> uh, again my dumb brain was like hey you remember that thing from X Men three with the Juggernaut and he's like do you know who I am I'm the Juggernaut, I'm the juggernaut bitch <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's Elgernaut <laughs> he's gonna come in and just start beating people up. Oh god! Unfortunately, <laughs> that moment wasn't played up that way. But <laughs> actually, now I have the John Cena entrance theme on my head. <laughs> well, if we're going for wrestling, he would be more like the Undertaker. Oh more hell yeah! Like, he shows up, and you Point. just know, dung, dub. <laughs> hell yeah! And it's just the <laughs> that's how Dragon Age Four ends: is uh, Elgernon Tombstone Pile Drive Solus. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> um, oh, finally, Lavellan, we're alone at last. <laughs> or, or the other old theme song, the da da da. da no, it's Steve, Steve Austin. And Steve Austin comes out and he's chugging beers, and to he... <laughs> 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 the da 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 da, and he just fucking fights Solus. That's how it is. Yes. Oh God, Steve Austin as Algernon. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I'm I'm putting on my tinfoil. Again, sorry. Um, it's okay. So, I'm, I'm, have you not heard the theories for, we've been talking yeah, about? I mean, I mean most of the crazy things are the ones I'm throwing out. So, <laughs> like, it's me <laughs> being like, hey, this is insane, guys. I'll do this. I'm sorry, lizard men killing the Evanur. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, okay. I rest my case. Please continue, Asia. So this is still leaning into the idea that Mythal is Andraste, but, um, <laughs> Like, Elagrenon technically could be the maker. <laughs> so. Ooh! Ooh! Yeah. Ooh. Scandalous. Yes. Yeah. 
So, because he's supposed to be, quote-unquote, the All-Father, like, just saying, if we're gonna play into that theory, Elgernon would be the maker, and then, ideally, he and Mithal would be the two strongest. Yeah. Ooh, I actually really like that, because, yeah, that definitely adds more to the theory of, you know, they're trying, you know, everything is ancient elven, and Andrastianism is just a really warped version of it. I really mm-hmm. like that. I'm, and I think it would yeah. also be good because then they could get away from Androstianism a little bit and then explore mm-hmm. the other pantheons that really... Because, like, really, for the most part, like, especially being in Southern Thetis, Androstianism was really taken over and has kind of pushed everything else to the side and really, without DLCs, we wouldn't have any other ideas of the religions mm-hmm. of Thetis. So... I think that it would actually be a really good idea for them to kind of go that route. So and then it's like, okay, we can get rid of this, but now we can open up the floodgates to other things. I like it. To follow uh, what Aja just said, if Ergonon's the maker and Mithal is actually Andraste, then it would make so much sense that Sortan was soulless. And that's why it was a race Ooh. of history, like mm-hmm. Enderel pushed as a bad guy. Ooh. You and me, Aaron, we're working on same, same wavelengths yes. here. Yeah. Yeah, okay. There's something to do here. <laughs> but um, I actually think Ergonan is the most powerful to you. But just to put someone else, I'm going to say maybe Mythol, because since, in at least in the Evan lore we know, they were married. So at least Ergonan considered her as its equal, and that will also explain why he decided with the other to kill her, because maybe she was powerful enough to oppose them. So, just throwing that up there, but he fucked up miserably, so... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, it's Ergonan or Mythal, I'm not really sure of which one it is. Point on the Shartan thing. If I recall correctly, we saw all of Andras's companions in Dragon Age Origins during the uh, yeah uh, Temple of Sacred Ashes quest. Yeah, and, and he's bald. Exactly. Yeah, it was a male bald. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. <laughs> it would fit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Turns out that I'm it just... was my baby souls. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. <laughs> I mean, Meryl doesn't have the same voice in Origin either because they didn't have a like, set. Uh, yeah. bald, eh? So it's Zathrian. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. He's, He's back. back. <laughs> oh, God. Um. <laughs> oh, Zathrian. Good with the questions. Uh, I wonder if. Yeah, that's all of them. Um, so. Oh, go ahead, Aaron. What are you going to say? Um. Maybe there's something we put in the guideline we made with Hala, then maybe we could at least like try to see real quick. It's the um, the round the rounded thing we have around the um, the Red Lyrium Idol in the very first mural we got in twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What about it? Uh so we already saw- see that there's five points uh dark. And two others being still up. Mm-hmm. And I think we 
many people think that it's still the two remaining archdemon, aka maybe the two remaining Avengers alive. Uh-huh. The, maybe the two figures we see in the last mural we had in the um, in the latest trailer. Plus, we have this rounded thing that the uh, Dreadwolf is literally breaking. <laughs> And that also, like, the circle in the first mural is oddly resembling the one in the Temple of Solasan door. Mm. And also mythal, like, a um, um, creepy head headset we can see in Dragon Age Origin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's also why I think that's gonna be full Elven in Dragon Age 4, and especially the Avengers, and maybe that's how they all link up together. Like the two remaining dots being the two remaining one we see. Maybe, so yeah. To, to point which, that out. Which, like, I know we've talked about Elven lore for almost three hours now, but, like, <laughs> um, <laughs> I honestly, in the next game, want to start seeing other lore. Mm. Because, yeah, like, agreed. the stuff that started opening up about Andrastian lore started opening up because we started seeing elven lore mm. so i'm curious as to what would happen if we start seeing some like dwarven part mm -hmm. of the story uh, you're right asia we should have lizard people lore <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. people lore. and we definitely 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 need to find out what actually happened like how the canary were created like please that i feel like next game might be it mm -hmm. so yeah. i agree i i like to again? I like to think that in the next game, it's going to be the closest to Saharan that you've ever been. Yes. So I like to think we'll finally get that answer. Well, I mean, they don't even have the answers, though, because, like, Bull, like, if if the Kunari knew, Bull would have said during that part. Yeah, yeah, of course. But I'm saying, like, just the fact... Oh, true, I and mean, they could be keeping it from... You don't know, the, the priestesses and stuff might not say that shit. But, uh... <laughs> but also, I mean, I'm not necessarily saying that we'll get it from the Kunari. I'm thinking that it could be uh, one of the Evanuris that tells us, or maybe the Tevinters know something. Mm, yeah. You know? Maybe the Imperium knows something, or again, uh, maybe some old god shit will occur. I feel like that, I just feel like the next game is the game that will figure that out for sure. Yeah. The next yeah. game will I... give us the next, the next big thing to make theories about. I mean, and it would be interesting also to get some Tevinter lore, just because, like, what little pieces that Dorian gives us in Inquisition, like, starts to open the door and, like, of questioning certain things. Yeah. Well, we're undoubtedly getting Tevinter lore, <laughs> for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. All right. Well, I was saying, well, uh, we're done with all the questions. Uh, I'll quickly go. Does anybody have any closing statements or questions, starting with Asia? You got anything? Do I? I mean, I have so many questions on it answered. <laughs> I mean, where do the we'll, we'll go? From? We'll give you. A, <laughs> yeah, we'll give everybody one closing question or, or statement, and then we're gonna head out for the day. Um. Okay. Well, let me let me gather my thoughts. I don't want to go first. Okay. Uh, Scott, you got anything? Comment or question? It's always the lizard people. <laughs> always. <laughs> Uh yes, I that is the only one. Sorry everybody, that's perfect. We can't we can't go on. <laughs> I don't why I don't that's it. Sorry. Uh <laughs> Aaron, you got anything question comment? Mm -hmm. 
my comment is that um, I think Solus was right to be afraid of the Avengers for them, and that's gonna help the plot of Dragon Age 4. Sounds good. Hala, question or comment? Comment, two words. Fuck Illanon. Hala, <laughs> <laughs> you wound me! Hala, I am bleeding from these wounds. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, Asia, we're back to you. Do you do you have it? Uh, do I have it? Sure. Quick question or comment? What you got? I, I'm bringing up a question that okay. can, everyone can, like, noodle over, I guess. And okay. we will not have an answer to. Okay. So, in Origins, if you corrupt Andr Andraste's ashes, you have to then kill Wynne and Liliana. Mm -hmm. But Liliana still shows up in Inquisition and has a body of Lyrium. So, that means, at some point, one of the gods probably interfered and created, or re- like, re brought life to her body with Lyrium. Mm -hmm. So, was that an Evaneris? Uh, I think me and Scott um, are on the same page um, here and say that it's lizard people. <laughs> <laughs> I still think it was the Titan. Or, was it a Titan? Bum, bum, bum. Maybe I want Titan. I mean, both body full Wait, didn't we say we were not answering this question? Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. Oops. Noodle I mean, we, well, we pretty much all just answered anyway. It's obviously lizard titans. Lizard titans. Yes. Buff as fuck, scaly as hell. Absolutely so, destructive. So that's what they stole the blood from to make Kuminari, is the lizard people. You, yes. you have to <laughs> Dun dun dun. Lizard titans. <laughs> We broke the code, Bioware. You cannot have us with us. <laughs> you cannot hide from us now. <laughs> I'll uh, take my paycheck. <laughs> Dragon Age 5, the invasion of the lizard people. Yes. <laughs> That's all I need. Sorry, Solus. Lizard people take the stage now. <laughs> oh, what have I done? What have I done? Also, I will wholly, like, apologize on all of my tinfoil hat things. Um, I've had to think way too much about Elven and Kunari lore in the last two <laughs> years, so... apologize, it only enhances um, the experience. I will apologize for none of my crack theories. Um, I apologize <laughs> for none of them. You guys I don't apologize for my obsession with Elven lore. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, uh, that's bringing us to a close. My final comment uh, will close out the, the, the show. Uh, thank you all for being here. Everybody watching at home and everybody here recording today. Uh, I appreciate you guys very much for making these podcasts uh, special with each one of your individual thoughts. And uh, you guys uh, always make this a whole lot of fun, and I can't wait to make one every time. Aww. Aww. Thank you. <laughs> Likewise. Uh, Aww. So individually, Asia, Scott, Aaron, Hala, thank you all very much for making this a reality for me. Oh, thank you for having us. <laughs> thank you for creating this for, for for creating all of this for us. I'm I, I'm losing my words now. <laughs> uh, okay, uh. well, uh, thank you very much, Thetis. We love you very much, and we'll uh, be up here next time.